Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is now our second installment of Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. This is Dave. He is Ralph, and we are back again. We had so much fun the first time, we thought we'd run it back and, and do it again. We are back. Nice to see you, Dave. Good to see you as well. We can call it part due. Part due, but for week, uh, and uh, it was a weird week. <laughs> that, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, it was a really weird um, week of NFL football. Just in general, not just fantasy football-wise. In wise. general, fantasy-wise, real-wise, it was crazy. Okay. So, what I... Well, let me start with this. So, I teach fourth and fifth grade, so I got 31 kids staring at me every single day. Sure. And I told them, I shared with them my love of fantasy football as I'm introducing myself for the year. Last week was our first week. And so, I'm sitting there with them. I'm telling them about my favorite hobby, which is fantasy football. And I told them that I started a podcast with my buddy Dave. And I'm telling them all about it. And one of my kids raises his hand and he says, Ralph, when you become podcast famous, you should remember your students and give us all $1,000 each. Wow. <laughs> That's ambitious. And I said, well, we'll use Bobby. I'm just going to name every time I tell sure. a student story, it'll be Bobby. I said, I said, Bobby, you know, I appreciate that. I don't think we'll have to worry about it until we have more than 10 people listening. Yeah. Um, although we're, we're 29, we had 29 listens. We're packing them in by the tens right now. Now three of them are me. I don't know how many times you listened. I think it was one. And my mom wants to listen. Okay. We're on Spotify now. Yeah. Um, so my mom, I hooked her up with Spotify and now she's subscribed. So now it just, it'll pop up on her phone. Um, but she doesn't care about football. She just, I'm her, I'm her oldest, uh, her oldest son. So she just wants to listen. But, um, how are you feeling after the first week of football? I'm feeling good. Um, still trying to wrap my head around a couple things that happened that's not fantasy related with Antonio Brown. Sure. That was, uh, that was a mess. And I don't understand. You texted me that last night that all, all of a sudden he's a predator yeah. of some sort. Yeah. And allegedly, of alleg- course. Allegedly, right? of course. I, I, don't, I don't understand <clears throat> when that happened or what. Uh, how could more happen to Antonio Brown? Right. And I only have him in one place. I have him in Roman, which is the league I'm trying to repeat and win the rolling pot. And right. so I can't trade. And you want him to be good. And I want him to be good. And, but this is, this is actually interesting because <clears throat> today, this morning, I put out the notice. He's available for a 2021st because I can trade for a future pick. Yes. Which doesn't help me this year. Meaning if I don't repeat, I can, I, I can get a future asset. Mm-hmm. No players, only future picks. Correct. So I put him out for a first. And I'm thinking if you're someone like guy number one who has six first-round picks, I'm thinking a first-round pick for Antonio Brown is an automatic accept, in my humble opinion. Even if he's got issues. Yeah. Based on some of the roster constructions we see. Okay? But here was my thought process. I'll give you a little more insight because now it's a moot point. A moot point, as Joey Tribbiani would say. Um <laughs> Uh, my plan was to trade Antonio Brown for a first-round pick and then swipe Jamison Crowder, who's sitting on that waiver wire. He went through waivers. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there as a free agent. 14 catches week one. Adam Gase loves the slot. Yeah. Sam Darnold loves the slot. He's going to get so many catches. He's going to make Jameis, uh, Jameis, uh, Jarvis Landry's catches look like nothing, right? Look like a moot point. Look like a moot point. Um, now, this evening, I check. <laughs> 
Jamison Crowder has been picked up. Yeah. Allen picked him up, and so it doesn't matter because that was the guy who would have made losing Antonio Brown for a first worth it because in a PPR, right. that's monstrous. And let's face it, based on my team, I wouldn't need to start him anyway. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I still have Antonio Brown. He's sitting on my team. Can't do anything about it because yeah. I can't get rid of him. There he is. So at first I thought when I heard about it, I mean, everything he did, getting frostbite in the freeze tube, whatever that Ridiculous. was. Who um, gets frostbite on their feet in a right. man-made chamber? The whole thing with his helmet, right? <laughs> yep. Um, <clears throat> gets fined, tells everyone he gets fined, misses all this practice, threatens to knock out Mayock, right? right. And then he brought... Called him, a, called him a cracker, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Not a, not a smart move. That's no, your boss. That's your boss. Okay. And then the whole thing with Gruden taping the conversation, right? So mm-hmm. at that point, I was thinking the guy's nuts. Well, there were a lot of points where I thought he was nuts. But, but then... I mean, he dyed his mustache blonde, and sure. I thought he was nuts. Yeah. But then Saturday morning, we wake up, and he's been released. The Raiders said, you know what? We're done. We can't take it anymore. And you can't blame him. And then it's, where's he going to go? And I'm thinking of all these places. Buffalo. There yeah, you go. Buffalo's He'll a good end spot. up in Buffalo. Right. Great. But he already, Perfect. He go already go end, end your career there. Yeah. Dunzo. But he turned down a trade to Buffalo, so he doesn't want to go there, <laughs> right? I don't blame him. Right. And then, you know, the Patriots were one of my least places I thought of. And sure enough, they go to the Patriots. Well, you love Julian Edelman. I You're do. a believer. Yeah. You don't want anybody... You don't think they need anybody coming, up, coming in there to cut into... Edelman, you got Gordon playing. Right. You know, they got their, they got James White catching passes. Mm -hmm. It's just, it doesn't make sense. On the other hand, what is, what does Belichick do? He, he takes on guys that have issues Mm -hmm. and they just, they meld into that team. He took on Corey Dillon, right? Yep. Years ago, Randy Moss had issues Mm -hmm. coming from the Raiders, by the way. Exactly. Comes in there. Career, career year after, I mean, he comes in, anybody goes in there and just looks like a star. So I wonder, I don't know, I wonder, I just didn't want the headache anymore. And if I could have gotten a solid PPR guy for him, but now I'm just sitting and waiting. You have him in the, in the empire you're trying to repeat in. I do. So now I have It's not a PPR. I feel like, I don't know, I could, you could look at it either way. See, now I have him and Edelman on the same team. True. Which... When I look at it, they both take a hit. Right. Right. But the last thing I'll say about this whole thing with Brown going to the Patriots is I love Belichick. I think he's the best coach in the league, hands down. Zimmer is second, right? (laughs) Um, I saw something online today while I was trying to work. Um, They just traded Demaryius Thomas to the Jets, right, for like a sixth some year. Bill Belichick has now made a deal with all 31 teams since wow, he that's became a, great stat. a coach in 2000. Bill Belichick is my trading spirit animal. <laughs> that's a great stat. It's unbelievable. I, I think if you were, you know, when I was a kid, Bill Belichick was the coach of the Browns mm-hmm. when they were the embarrassment of the, you know, football community. Yeah. So when I was a kid, you know, you <clears throat> joked about how bad the Browns were, and that was when Belichick was the coach. So yeah. once I was older and heard, wait a minute, he's a superstar coach, I couldn't believe it, yeah. you know, once I started getting back into football. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think... You know, this coming week against Miami, you could look at it either way because I think he could, it could be putting on a clinic mm-hmm. 
you know, and all of a sudden he's dissecting that terrible, like embarrassed. I mean, gosh, do we even, I mean, the Ravens, the Ravens looked like they were, I mean, I don't even know the greatest show on turf. It was ridiculous. It, yeah. It looked like Kurt Warner. I mean, unbelievable. There was a trivia question tonight at the sports page that was okay. the show on turf, but, um, so that's fresh in my mind, but yeah, I mean, it, or they could think we don't even need this guy. Right. He can run some specialized routes, and, and why would we even play him often? So, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. It's um, going to be fun, no matter what. I know there's a lot of people hoping that uh, Antonio Brown just blows up the team, you know, because right. a lot of people kind of don't like the Patriots. True. Uh, so they're hoping that it's all going to implode. And I like, but I like the fact if I do, if I am going to have him, I like that I have him in a place where I can't trade him. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck holding him. So if he goes off, great. If he ends up really die bombing or gets suspended because of the allegations mm-hmm. of whatever, then I just I drop him. I move on. Yeah. I wish I would have. I wish that could have come sooner so I could have gotten Crowder because he made it through waivers and I really right. would like to have gotten him. Right. Um, <clears throat> NFL wise. Uh, as long as we're talking about just general NFL reactions, mm-hmm. the Browns really bummed me out. I'm from Cleveland, and that was yeah. really bad. And, you know, I was saying all offseason, I joined a lot. We'll we'll talk about our leagues in a second. But I, I joined a lot of startups with people I don't know randomly on Sleeper. And anytime I started Baker, I, I they're all Superflex. Most of them are Superflex sure. because why would you play not Superflex? And... If I started Baker in, let's say, the second round, like I can think of multiple places I went Thomas first round, Baker second round, and it just never felt quite right. It felt like it's too much of a jump. Like yeah. you're assuming he's going to do something that he's not going to do. And now you watch the Browns play, and it was embarrassing. The penalties, the offensive lineman kicking yeah. Kenny Vaccaro in the head and getting kicked out. Um you know, Baker's now got a hand thing or a thumb thing, but uh-huh. I heard a doctor on one of my podcasts that I listened to talking about they think he was concussed oh and that he was just scrambled in that second half, and that's why he was, like, going crazy. And they had you know, eight, 18 penalties, too, I believe. The penalties were ridiculous. Yep. You know, you've got Dontrell Hilliard sniping Nick Chubb. I don't have Nick Chubb anywhere, but, you know, Beckham was lame, mm-hmm. although I traded him away in a spot, so that helped that moment feel sure. a little bit better. But as a Browns fan, that was brutal and i just feel like you know i've heard a lot of places say that was the best thing that could happen to the browns to get that reality check but man it was hard to watch hard to watch they came into the preseason as a cocky team so they 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 needed to punch in the mouth like that if you're from cleveland you should never be cocky true let's be honest let's be honest um one more real i the the last real life football thing there's a lot of fantasy stuff did you watch the Texans-Saints game? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Yep. That was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my entire life. I think, I mean, fantasy-wise, Kamara had a great game. Thomas had a great game. Nuke Hopkins had a great game. The quarterbacks had great games. Yep. Um, the new players coming in, Tunsil was just shoving people all over the place. Stills had that. I mean, but the, but the end of that game was incredible. My mind was blown. Carlos Hyde looked good, which, shocking. I mean, he looked very serviceable. Um, That game was unbelievable. Yeah, I always love when you have Drew Brees going against anybody and it's a shootout. You just see the magic of Drew Brees. And it's almost like he brings out the best 
in whoever they're playing too. They always play up to him. He never plays down to his opponent. Right. I just he's he's phenomenal. I and love to see guy. Deshaun Watson keep up with him. Yep. Because I am not a Deshaun Watson believer. No. I I have him in a couple of sleeper super flexes where Luck Baker Mahomes were gone yeah. and and I was I knew I wanted to go quarterback so I didn't miss out completely on the top tier guys. I'm like okay I'll take a couple of Deshaun spots and um so I don't have him very many places. I was not a believer. Man, watching that game. Yeah. I'm I'm in. See, I, I know you buy in. I went the opposite. Yeah. I with all the weapons he has, Duke Johnson coming in. Yeah, Duke looked um, good too. Duke looked great. Right. He ran the ball too, which was awesome. Good to see him running the ball. Definitely. And well, you're from Cleveland. I'm born and raised Minnesota. That's what so I I'm, hear. A, I'm a Vikings yep. homer. And my goodness, they looked awesome. Cousins threw the ball ten times. That's all they needed. Was it? T- I thought it was twenty. It was only ten. It was only ten. Whew. Yeah. And you know, and like I never have Vikings on my teams because oh. I don't. I don't buy. It's just something feels weird. I had digs on my team for about a week. Mm-hmm. Not even during the regular season. Yep. Never had Thielen. Never had Cousins. I yeah. Cousins. You know what moment I remember from Cousins as he was playing for the uh, for the Redskins end of the first half. They're marching down the field. They want to kick a field goal. He needs to spike the ball to stop the clock. He backs up. He kneels down. And then he puts his hands on his head like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? (laughs) Because he was supposed to spike, and he just had a brain fart. Was that a primetime game? Because he's not too good in primetime. Oh, he's got the Dalton syndrome, huh? Um, I don't remember, but I just remember watching that going, oh, my goodness. He doesn't even, like, what a spaz is what I always think when I watch him. But, um but yeah, I mean, Delvin Cook looked amazing. He looked awesome. Another guy I would never draft. Yep. And so, yeah, good for the Vikings. Madison looked great, the rookie running back. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. My fiance Claire, might listen to this. Go Vikings. Oh, skull. You're, you're pandering. You want to do the clap? We can do the skull chant. I, I don't know what that is. Yes, you okay. do. Um, yes, this, this is a Vikings household. All right, well, we got... Whether I like it or not. <laughs> We got that out of the way. What if we just give a brief rundown? We're in, what, like seven, eight leagues together? Correct. Should we just touch on leagues that we're in independently? Sure. Uh, well, what's what's your overall what's your overall numbers? Did you, do you got your overall win total for I the week? I did, and uh, I am, well, with the guillotine, I survived. So I, I count, considered that a win. I'll count yep, that as I a can, win. Thank God I considered it a win. So I actually finished, and <laughs> last week I think I said I have you know, 13, 14 teams Right, I did you, the count. I have 22. Okay, so you're close to where I'm at. I'm at 25. I finished 11 and 11. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I have some free leagues that I do right. on Yahoo. Uh, one, I draft all Vikings. Okay. Um, and one, I draft... Like as, a, like as a rule, like that's what you do. Oh, yeah. It's I, a redraft? No, it's not. I just... Oh, yeah, it is a redraft, okay. yeah. Okay, so just, every year. I go into a random okay. room, a random draft, and I just start picking the highest ranked Viking and just okay. go down. okay. And then I have people like, you must be a Vikings fan. I don't know if I gave it away. And then I also have a, a team that's all rookies. I do that every year as well. That's fun. So Boy, I, this, that's fun. Yeah, it is. Okay. I've been doing and they're free, that. But they're free ones. Yeah, they're so free. So you can play around right. a little bit. Okay. So I'm, I'm in a few free leagues, and I don't really pay too much attention to those. Um, but I, I won in the leagues I really wanted to win in. And in my family league, I went up against my brother. I beat him. Nice. Good game, Zach. Um, my work league, uh, I went up against Kyle. He's a lifelong Chiefs fan. Okay. And I beat him by two. Oof. And so Kyle, thanks for the five bucks. We had okay. a side bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, my neighborhood league, I won that one. 
that's always good bragging rights. They brought me in last year. Okay. And they all think it's a mistake now because okay. I'm just running rough shot. And then uh, my old work league, um, we've had that league for like eight years now. And I beat the defending champ. I beat Al. Nice. So And Yahoo even said he had the best draft too. So okay. What does Yahoo know? Well, right. Yeah, those draft rank. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Once the year starts, the, that stuff's all out the window. window. Right. So those were really the leagues I wanted to win, not including the ones we're in together. Sure. So. Uh, the ones we're not in together, um, they're all random ones. I don't think mm-hmm. I'm in any leagues with people I actually know in real life that I'm not in with you. Okay. Um, as I'm thinking about it. So it's all sleeper leagues. And so, so my, I'm in 25, so I won in eight leagues if I'm counting the guillotine surviving. Sure. And I barely survived. I was third from the bottom. You barely survived. Um, it was, I mean, it was a rough week for a lot of people in a lot of ways. Like if you've got your studs who didn't perform and then these random players went Mm -hmm. crazy. So, so I was eight out of my 25 leagues for wins. Um, you know, these, but, you know, but I will say these, these, these sleeper leagues, these are all new this year. I just started sleeper leagues like this April, this March or April, right. like spring break for school. And I was like, I need to do some drafts. And so I discovered sleeper. I don't remember. Were you the one who told me about it? Somebody no, it told me. me. Somebody told me no. about it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you can just join leagues? What? And so I joined, you know, it's, however it's dangerous. many. Yeah, like Very 15 dangerous. on there or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and I will say that they're all dynasty startups and none of them... I wasn't planning on competing right away in any mm-hmm. of them. I mean, almost all of them, I went very quarterback heavy at the beginning because that's the cheapest the quarterbacks are going to be sure. is at the be- is in, in the startup draft. And so, you know, I've got leagues where I'm sitting there with, you know, losing luck, but I'm sitting there with one of the top guys. I'm usually sitting there with like Garoppolo, Darnold, you, yeah. know, you know, a handful of those guys. Usually I've got Haskins sitting in there. And, um, you know, and that doesn't set you up to win mm-hmm. you know, right away. So that's that's my excuse for a lot of those startups. Are those free, not meant to. free leagues or are they money leagues? So I um well should we make sure Claire's listening? Well, let's yeah, I don't I don't really want to talk about it, but let's just say <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six are free. The rest are some money. So I've got a grand total of entry fees for the year that's higher than I'd like. Oof. Um you know, my theory was when I started joining these random leagues that, um, you know, you win a few of them, you make that money back. Yeah. And I love the hobby itself. Mm-hmm. And so it's the cost of the enjoyment of the competition right. and the game gamesmanship. And, um, you know, if, if last year, you know, I made like a grand in nine leagues mm-hmm. of which a couple of those weren't money leagues. And so if last year was a, a somewhat of a predictor, in theory, I'd at least make that money back. If sure. I make that money back, I'm happy. Yeah. It was fun. Um, if I win in Roman, then I'm helping pay off my windows or, yeah. you know, pay for a wedding in a year. So even better. Uh-huh. Um, you know, the number one thing I would say as I watched football this weekend was, so... And I've already forgot what you what you showed me on our outline. So just stop me if I if I'm jumping all over the place. <laughs> no, you're fine. tonight, but but basically, I would say I listen to as many podcasts as I possibly can. Points left on the bench. Highlights. Okay, so I listen to as many podcasts as I possibly can, mm-hmm. and I don't have any that I listen to religiously and take 
their rankings or their predictions or their their takes as gospel, right? right. I listen. I mean, di- my favorite is Dynasty Nerds. I listen often. Sure. I'm a Nerd Herd member, and I I when I go into drafts, you know, rookie drafts, whatever, I do have their rankings in front of me mm-hmm. as kind of my baseline. Sure. And we kind of have said we're going to give away a lot of our strategies mm-hmm. here as we're talking about this, but you know, hope you know nobody's really listening anyway. So, um, uh, not, you know, not I, yet anyway, not yet, not yet until I'm podcast famous and I owe right. all my students thousand dollars each. Um, so I I do have their lists in front of me when I'm drafting, and I kind of use that as a baseline. But I jump around on there based on what because I I listen to as many podcasts as I, podcasts as I can. And I'm just forming my own opinions on everybody based on everything I'm taking in. Right. And what I realized this weekend was I need to trust my own instincts on some players as opposed to getting too hung up on hearing multiple experts tell me a certain guy isn't worth starting this week. Right. And the number one example I would say, I mean, I've got a handful, but I would say, you know, and I think the next thing was going to be points left on the bench from this weekend's games. TJ Hawkinson looked like a monster. And in Frozen, which is our super deep, super flex, start to tight end league, I lost this weekend to Danny. It ended up not being by that much. Mm -hmm. I ended up, I can't remember who my last players were, but, well, I had some issues. I mean, we all had stars that didn't perform. But last year, I started Ertz and Goddard as my two tight ends. And I, my theory was they run two tight end sets. Goddard's going to be a monster. Ertz is, of course, solid. And if Goddard snipes him, then I get those points. Yeah. And that the two of them together are going to be better than just Ertz and some other tight end. Mm-hmm. So I draft Hawkinson at number six overall in the rookie draft, a pick I acquired for as a piece, one of the pieces for Todd Gurley. And I was so excited about him because he just looks like he's going to yeah. just... He looks like he's just been on a farm throwing around hay bales all day long. And I love it. And I and I had him in my lineup next to Ertz. And then I tinkered day of uh-huh. because I heard all these podcasts saying, you know, well, you know, he's going to... Tight ends take time to develop. And he's going to, you know, he's going to need some time to get used to this. And he's, you know, we don't know if he's a target of staff or blah, 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 blah. And I took him out and I put in Goddard. And I don't think it would have pushed me over the edge, but man, it hurt watching him go off. Yeah. Hundred some yards and a touchdown. And Stafford looks like he just loves him. He looks like what we wanted Eric Ebron to be so oh, badly. Yeah. And those points sat on my bench and it and it hurt. It hurt my heart. It hurt my heart. And if I had the money right now to make a jersey, a, a NFL jersey order to China. TJ Hawkinson would be the top of my list. I'm bummed he's not wearing 43 like he did at Iowa because that <laughs> 43, that fullback number would have been hot. But that was one of my saddest. That was one of my saddest moments for points left on the bench. Um, oh man, it was rough. Uh, well, I'll start there. How about how about you? How about reactions to the weekend points left on your bench? I, you know, I think the only. Um... One that I had that was because I, I always go with my gut too. I don't try not to listen. To I'm going to now. You should. Ugh. And that's the nice thing that we do is we don't give rankings. You know, we don't tell you who you should start or sit. We're not the experts. 
right? Although, we're just I mean, two guys. I mean, we could, but we everybody could. does that. So right. no one's going to listen to us. Anyways. Ours is more about right. right. Exactly. I feel yeah. like the people listening to us are going to be the people in leagues with us. Yeah. I mean, Adam flat out said, "I want to hear you guys talk about the leagues I'm in." Exactly. And I don't blame him. So that's we're, that's we're, great. We're doing this for sure. for the people. Sure. Right. Um, so the only one would be the Vampire League. Um, I lost by nine in okay. that league. Okay. Uh, I started Dante Pettis. Oof. He rough. got me 1.2 points. I mean, he's droppable. I mean, not yeah. in a dynasty. Right. Well, Vampire's not a dynasty. Yeah. I mean, Bowie can't pick up anybody. Right. Oh, he's just, he's really. You know sad. who I had on my bench? Who? John Brown. Of course. 21 points. John Brown looked good. I lost by nine in that league. Yeah, that's so, rough. Had I started Brown over Pettis, I would have uh, been one and zero in Vampire. Yeah, that's that's tough, definitely. Um, I you know some of these leagues. So I I tried a new thing where I wasn't actually watching how I was doing as the as the games were going on. Really. Normally, I am watching and I'm watching that total that projections just waver. Yeah. You know. And I've I've got leagues on MFL. I've got them on ESPN. Mm-hmm. I've got them on Fan Tracks. Yep. I've got them on Sleeper. And so yep. I decided I wasn't gonna watch the the back and forth. I don't know how you do it. Um, you know what? I did it on the ESPN leagues because that's our like our original ones. Yeah. And our and the high school league. Um, but yeah, I didn't watch the tinkering. So like I basically also twenty five leagues. I realized is too many. Um, and I realized that yesterday morning when I'm. You know, I'm waking up and I'm kind of just checking my phone and everything and I'm looking through and I'm realizing, oh my gosh, checking waivers for these teams is going to be like two hours of process. It's a lot. And it was. And what I found was for the sleeper ones, I'm literally going through and just, all right, 11 bucks on Raheem Mostert. All right, 11 bucks on Danny Amendola. And it was just bop, 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 bop. And I'm not even putting that much time into it. Um, Which is unfortunate because a lot of those leagues seem to have people that don't really know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so if I was paying more attention, but it's just, it's rough. So, so I don't, I know I lost in Vampire. I don't even know by how much. And, yeah. you know, now it's not letting me log in. So who knows? But I always, I always try to prioritize my waivers. So I'll go the big ones first. Yep. Touch on those first. The free leagues, I don't really care. And I have all my Vikings anyways. Yeah. So I don't really need to work right. the waivers on there. But sure. you're right. Uh, you know, I had 22 leagues for me this year it's tough and i was even thinking that last night too wife's like you coming to bed i'm like yeah you know i got some fantasy football stuff to do and honestly i'm gonna go through i you know i i hate the feeling of doing it but i'm I'm gonna go through those sleeper leagues and i'm gonna look i would never be i i don't want to ever quit a league right i'm i'm the i'm the guy who if somebody needs somebody to join a league you're the same way Mm -hmm. because i've come to you before like we need one more owner and you're in and I'm the kind of guy where if you need somebody to join a league, I'm in. And I have so many now where I can't do that. Like, right. if you start a league and you need somebody, I can't just join another league, both for money and for the time. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I need to go through those sleeper leagues. I need to find the leagues where my, the team is decent, yep. like looking good, like looking appealing to an owner coming mm-hmm. in for an orphan. And just say to the say to the commissioners, sit, post in the league chat and say... You know, I, I'm not leaving, I'm not quitting, but if you have a friend who wants to take over this team, 
I would hand it over. Right. Like, make clear, I'm not abandoning you guys where you, like, I hate when somebody just disappears and yeah. now you have nobody to own the team. True. But, like, I want to, I want to hand some of those off because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And I'd rather keep the ones that are a little iffier and try to work my way back up and hand over the ones that are a little better because mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like I'm sticking people with a terrible, with a terrible orphan because I have taken over a terrible orphan and started making moves and these guys in the chat have been like, wow, this is more action than we've seen in this league. Right. Like, it's great that you're trying to turn this terrible team around and, like, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, one of those one of those orphans I was trying to turn around, I was set to win, and then Jacobs had two touchdowns, and that I lost by, like, 0.5. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't really care about that league, but it's like, man, I was really starting to – that team could have started off with 1-0 when I was trying to turn it around. So um, are we still on reflecting from this past week? No, I think we're good. Well, let me say one more thing. Oh, okay. And that is just that the rookies, rookie running backs, didn't perform this weekend, but the rookie, the rookie wide, wide receivers. receivers did, yes. which was crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And there were great – I mean, like I watched David Montgomery on, on Thursday night, and he looked good every chance he got, but he didn't get a lot of carries. Right. Um, Miles Sanders looked really good. He had a touchdown, 25-yard touchdown run called back. Mm-hmm. He was in there getting – you know, he was in there getting run late in the game. Like, he was getting chances more than you would think he would. It just didn't quite materialize based on the game script. And then those rookie wide receivers, I mean, it was, I mean, Terry McLaurin, like, yeah, I drafted him. He's a Buckeye. I have him in a couple places, Frozen being I. one of them. Yep. I actually had to start him in a 2020 team sleeper league. I look like a, I look like a genius because <laughs> he had 120 in the touchdown. Um, but did I ever think he was going to do that? No, I didn't. Um, Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. I mean, 14 snaps. Mm. 14 snaps. He definitely made the most of it. But he's the kind of guy, he's the kind of player where 14 snaps, I mean, he's so fast. Yeah. He did what I hoped Justice Hill would do. Mm. But anywhere I have Justice Hill, I also have Mark Ingram, so I'm not too worried about sure. it. Because um, Mark Ingram looked good. Um. God, I have so many things to say. We should probably move on. What's 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 next on your list? Why don't you check? And I'm going to say one more thing while yeah, you're Yeah, go checking. for it. How's that sound? Yeah, go for it. Um, the Okay, so I want to talk about a trade specifically that ended up working in the right direction. So in Frozen, I traded, I traded uh, Todd Gurley and CMC and Mixon all in this off season. Um, my theory being it's a super deep league. And I, if I trade those big receivers for, or sorry, big running backs for a piece and draft picks, I'm building my team back up for the future. And I won that. And I won that league last year, the year we, it was a startup last year. I won it the first year. And so my most recent was, was trading Mixon. So I traded Kurt, Joe Mixon, as well as Travion Williams and Gio, Mm -hmm. because he's, he's a big handcuff guy. In a deep, in a league that deep, it makes more sense to have handcuffs well, of because course it does. protect the guys you have because there is no one on waivers. Right. So I traded Mixon, Travion Williams, and Geo. I love Geo, but you know he was a piece of the deal. And I got Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, and and uh, Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was monstrous because Carson. I didn't have Carson anywhere, but I'm he is talked about. Like he's going to be, you know, that team runs the ball like crazy, and he's talked about like he is 
a number, you know, a number one running back. You've got the first round pick right behind him. So if he fizzles out or gets injured, whatever. And then Godwin being the hopefully future breakout star he is. Plus I have Evans. So I, you know, Evans and Godwin starting those guys. If Jameis Winston learned how to throw the ball and, and you know, not at the defenders, then um, starting those guys together would be great. And so that ended up, you know, sure, Mixon got hurt, and, you know, it's not all about injury. But the fact that Chris Carson ended up with two touchdowns, didn't run the ball super well, but he was involved in the passing game. He caught two touchdowns. Um, And then to have Chris Godwin catch a touchdown, I mean, the two touchdowns by Julio and Godwin, or uh, sorry, yeah, no, I'm mixing that up. Uh, Godwin's touchdown was a little bit lame because it was like they were trying to catch up. It was garbage time. Sure. But it just felt like that trade really worked out well for me, even though it didn't end up with the win. Because I just didn't have a lot of faith in Mixon. So to trade him to somebody who was excited about him and get those pieces that ended up working out well was um, was a good feeling. So, But honestly, I mean, if you talk about garbage time touchdowns, I don't mind having someone that scores garbage time touchdowns. No, I don't either. I'll take those. I mean, there were a lot of people happy with Kyler Murray after his garbage performance. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, he he scraped together a 22-point game. I mean, we'll talk about the redraft high mm-hmm. school league later on today, but I was playing against um, playing against Woody, and he had his super flex with Kyler, and it looked real bad for a while, and it ended up being fine. So mm-hmm. um, what's next, Dave? What do you have next on your on your list there? Well, we had some- all right, Ralph. So let's talk about some injuries that happened over the games in week one. Let's do that. We know football is a violent sport. It is. Players play all the time with bumps and bruises. Looks horrible. injuries. I wouldn't want to do it. However, I would say week one could be summed up as the week of the clavicle. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of clavicles. And up until a couple of years ago, I had no idea what the clavicle was until some football player broke it. True. Nick Foles out indefinitely broke his clavicle. Yeah. Doesn't affect me a lot. I don't have a lot resting on the um, Jaguars. I had a couple. Yeah. But uh, uh, but I don't have Nick Foles anywhere. Okay. I mean, him yeah. as a person. Uh, Tyreek Hill. Oh, that affects me. Clavicle. Oh. They called it something else, but it, it's clavicle. It makes me really sad. He's just... Uh, like, I was so excited he was going to play, and now yep. all of a sudden he's injured, like, yeah. right away. Didn't even get points this week, really. Sad. But as a, a Mahomes owner, I'm, Mahomes is going to be fine. He's got plenty Mahomes of Mahomes will be fine, yeah. and I rely on him too. Yep. I'm not worried about that. And I have zero shares of Hill, so I'm okay there Yeah, if I'm going to be selfish. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, be a little selfish. Nothing wrong Funchess with that. Funchess also broke his clavicle. Doesn't affect me at all. Right, but as a T.Y. Hilton owner, I like that. Sure. Not that I wish injuring anybody, but from a fantasy perspective... Um, who else are they going to throw to in Indy? Uh, you know who I, you know who that makes me excited about? Paris. Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, yep. Yeah. We've been staying in Paris uh-huh. to get away from our parents as a little chain smokers. Anyway, continue. <laughs> uh, guys, we'll, see, we'll see. We'll see if he ends yeah. up getting a chance. Yeah. I think he should. He's very electric. Yeah. I, I don't know if this just came out today, but Hunter Henry oh, um, busted his knee. Yep. Broke something in his knee. That guy can't catch a break. Is he out for the year? I think they said a couple, six weeks, maybe. It's a bummer. I don't have him a lot of places, but the one place was where I had a lot of tight ends. Yeah. I was counting on that. It worked week one, oh. and now it's kind of falling apart because they're not staying healthy. You just, there's guys you want to root for. Yep. There's the good guys out there that you really want to see perform, and, and Hunter Henry is one of those. Definitely. 
Um, I traded for him in the offseason in Roman. Um, so I wonder if <laughs> um, I can... No, I'll hang on to him. Um, Geis also hurt his other leg. Yeah. Geis is one of those guys I never even bought into at all. I yeah. figured, you know, he just doesn't come across as a guy who's going to stay healthy in any capacity. And he just, you know, he kind of seems like his bones are made of glass. Mm-hmm. And so I just didn't really... I've got him in a couple sleeper leagues yeah. where... I took over the team where they'd already drafted, you know, seven rounds. And so he's in there and it's like, I want to trade him. Couldn't trade him. Well, now look, I should have traded yeah, him. But in Washington, they really so. want to, they really want to make that work. So is Bryce Love playing this year at all? Or is he out for the entire I think year? He may be out too. Okay. Yeah. Cause if he's out the, it's too bad he's out the entire year. Cause that could open things up for him. A lot of people are pretty excited about mm-hmm. him. And I wonder <laughs> if uh, we may see a return of Antonio Gates in Oh my goodness! Come think? on! He looks like a DN right now. Boo! I think he's like up. a big tub of goo. He's a bruiser. <laughs> and then we have minor injuries. Maybe keep a watch on. You mentioned Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's got a a bruised hand. The X rays are negative, but that could always be a nagging injury. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Mahomes also was hobbled with his. Ankle oh, that too. was horrifying. Yeah, he limped off that field, and I thought my year was over in a lot, multiple. A lot leagues. of people thought yeah, that. So that was traumatizing because uh-huh. if he's out that entire offense done yeah all the running backs kelsey all the wide receivers sammy watkins may mm-hmm. as well go bag groceries at that point i mean it's, it's just that was i was very happy when he came back in yeah i know a lot of people were uh, yeah, i'm sure i wasn't the only <laughs> one yeah i invented yeah. Mahomes. uh and then lastly mixon also yeah mentioned mixon you mentioned earlier um yeah. so another guy who can't really stay healthy sure so it's a common theme with some people. They're always hurt. Sometimes you expect it. Um, but, you know, it just hurts to see some of these guys out for a while. Um, Mike Williams, I was talking about some, with somebody earlier today. Mm-hmm. I was giving him advice on some trade things. He he was tweaked a little bit, yeah. but he's not going to miss any time. I don't believe so. He's just okay. got the questionable mark on there. He so seems be... to be permanently questionable. That's probably nothing to even worry about. But yeah. I just figured I'd mention him. <clears throat> mention him as well so all right um where are we at dave what's next so now we're gonna go into our favorite subject which is the leagues we have together ah, the leagues yes. that we share well um, i should say i'm I'm putting my hands together like i'm so excited i actually uh, i'm kind of dreading it i i just i got some rough moments and we actually did not play each other this week we're in no we didn't we're in seven leagues together, <laughs> yep, seven. and we did not play Sounds each other. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with the one that I'm most focused on. The one you're trying to repeat. Right. Your the Emperor, your Emperor, Emperor League. Yep. Um, so I had McCaffrey and, and Mahomes. Uh, they carried me. Yep. Even though it's not a PPR league, McCaffrey still put up big numbers for me. Um, I do want to give a shout-out to my opponent, uh, who actually sat... That was the mouthing of his name. Yes. We're not using we're, names. We're not going to use his name. But he but mouthed his name. I mouthed his name. I saw it. Right. Um, he started Ertz over TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, but of course you did, though. Right, I understand I mean, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. It's a bummer right. when you look at the production, but, you know... You... Ertz scored five points in our league. Yeah. Hawkinson scored probably triple that. Sure. I won by five points. Okay. So we, if you want to talk about hindsight, he nine times out of ten in that situation, you're going to start Ertz anyways. 
See, that's the thing I'll say about that is, is you would never, it's hard. Once you've, once you've done this enough, you, you, you force yourself to not think of it in terms of that because nobody would have started Hawkinson over Ertz. And so you can't even look at, oh, if I had started Hawkinson over Ertz, I, I could have beaten Dave. Nobody would have done that. So you can't even look at it that way. It's not like it was. Ertz versus Kittle, and right. you're trying to debate. That's a totally different thing. No, I get this it. is rookie tight end, so yeah. So yeah, I I think, and really, it's a compliment to you because really, that's that means there's not even this wishy washy like, well, if he'd done this, he could have beaten mm-hmm. me. He never would have done that. And so, again, this is that so well team where I've got Antonio Brown, who you got nothing out of. And, At least you knew with enough time right. to not start him. Yep, and well, he wasn't even well. Game. Well, right, but you know what I mean. It's not like he was. You know, Mr. Big Chest, yeah. like, you know, fall, fell asleep before and, the game started. Uh, I've anything. also got Melvin Gordon, who's... True. I, you know, I hope comes back soon. True. Um, and A.J. Green, still waiting to get healthy. Sure. So I actually rolled out uh, LaShawn McCoy. And that worked out it well. It did, yeah. Yeah, so, um, solid eight points, 80 yards, right? Yeah, yeah. and we can talk about him in our other draft that yep. we'll talk about, but I, I did pick him up in the draft, so... Nice. Yeah, how'd you do in, in Emperor? Uh, in Emperor, um, not so good. I, I got destroyed. And Oof. so, and I've kind of got a, an interesting, let's see, I'll pull up my team. So, so I, you know, it's hard, it's hard to play standard. It just, it standard bums me out. Cause it just feels, and plus this is not decimal scoring either. And that also drives me nuts. And I brought well, it up see, this th- weekend. This is the first one that mm. we were ever in. It was, wise, so. it started fresh, you know, but so, you know, I had, I had Hill get injured right away. Um, Roethlisberger laid an egg. Um, Jameis was terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, I started Kittle was fine, but I had Evan Ingram on my bench. And those are at least a little bit closer yeah. to debating who you're starting because Ingram is just going to get targeted like crazy this year. You know, Johnson was fine. Barkley was fine. Gurley was fine. I mean, my team is stacked here as well. That they, they just didn't do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had the, I believe I had the Browns defense on this Either the Browns or the Chargers. I think this was the one I had the Browns okay. defense in, and they were just terrible. So I've since picked up the Panthers. They pay ta- play Tampa Bay. I have benched Jameis. I'm putting in Phillip Rivers until Jameis shows me he can do something. It's I got just... Hill injured. I'm putting Cooks in. We'll see if he can do something. It's just this team is just, I mean, it's, from top to bottom, I, I feel like it's stacked, and I got manhandled. Mm-hmm. It was like 150 to 90 or something. Um, Ouch. it's rough, but then I'm looking, I'm looking at the waiver wire and I'm seeing like, I think I saw Marquise Brown on the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. I think I saw John Ross on the waiver wire and I'm looking at my bench and I'm like, you know, I have Sony Michelle, Damian Harris was a healthy scratch, but do I want to drop Damian Harris when you know how the Patriots are? He's going to end up swooping in there mm-hmm. and the end of the year. He could be the guy and looking great. You know, if Sony gets hurt. And then I got Dallas Goddard as my second tight end. I'm not be- I'm not dropping him. I love Dallas Goddard. I would never drop him. Right. I don't care if going down with the ship, Dallas yeah. Goddard. And then in the draft, you know, Debo Samuel and Paris Campbell, I know we're going to talk about these drafts, but like I'm looking at those two rookies who didn't do much and I'm thinking, well, do I want to drop one of those guys yeah. for Marquise Brown? Well, no, because if I wanted Marquise Brown, I would have taken him in the rookie draft instead of let's say Paris Campbell. So I got to stick with my guns. So I think the only change, same with Kymie Fairbairn, like, you know, he wasn't great. Mm-hmm. There's a couple kickers that are decent, but it's like, I think the only change I made was Panthers defense for the, for the Browns. 
because they have a good matchup this week, and that's how you look at defenses. So it was a rough weekend yeah. for me in that. Well, actually, here's the score, 138-91. So that was brutal. Lost to Josh. You know, he's got yeah. a team that has its moments. It's I think he won a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, before you won, and and it's just it's, it's I don't want to talk about it anymore. And it's also worth noting. <laughs> I'm gonna go cry. Can you carry this yeah. for a little bit? So it's also worth noting in this league that it's really shallow benches. Really shallow. So we almost all of our empires yeah. are shallow benches. So we really need to pick and choose, and really decide if we want to keep or or uh, you let can't. Go. You can't sit on a rookie mm. who isn't performing. Right. You just can't. And so my team is strong enough that I can sit here with these rookies who aren't doing anything maybe till the end of this year. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I mean, there have been a lot of times in this league where we've had to, people have had to drop guys who have potential to be studs down the road because you just can't hold shallow players. And so. um, And then that also, you run the risk of strengthening another team. So that's another thing that's kind of in the back of my mind too. If I, if I get rid of this player, someone else is going to pick him up, and then their team's going to be better. This one is also it's also ten team, and yep. so the waivers with the shallow bench and the fact it's ten team, the waivers are much more. Um, you know, there's many more players available. I mean, if I open up waivers right now, I haven't checked this at all, but let's just take a peek. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders, just off the, just really quick, I don't remember what he did, but like Peyton Barber's available, Naeem Hines is available, you know, I mean, you Chris Thompson, you've got startable players who are available at running back, wide receiver, Curtis Samuel's freaking available in this league, mm-hmm. Marquez Valdez-Sanley is available, that's ridiculous. <clears throat> um, so, you know, and here I am thinking like, okay, MVS, I he's, I should... You know, I should take. That's nice. I should, I you know, I should, I should pick him up and maybe say goodbye to Debo Samuel because mm-hmm. he's buried and you know who knows. But I can't bring myself to do it. Can't do it. It's just, uh, it's too deep. It's too deep. You don't want to burn that draft capital, you. you right. Accrued. Exactly. I yeah. And I, and I acquire a lot of draft capital. So yeah, this league was frustrating. I I don't worry <laughs> about my team. I think it'll come together fine. But this weekend was. Really, it was rough. Mm-hmm. It was rough. Can we go on to the, the league where I'm good? Roman? Please. Yeah. Let's talk about All Roman. All right. You start. So Roman is 12 team. Yep. It is PPR. Otherwise, it's very similar to the other one mm-hmm. as far as link, you know, shallow bench and everything. And so <clears throat> I went into this weekend. I was playing I was playing Adam. I, I figure we can say names if we're saying good things about the person. Right. Like, Adam's my competitor. He's yeah. a great player, all yeah. that kind of stuff. And a great stuff. person, too. <laughs> and, a great, and a great human really being. Is. He and I commish uh, the one we'll talk about next. But um, I went in. This is the one where I won last year, and I'm trying to repeat. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're both in the same boat for these these two leagues. And so I went in and basically had a really great week. The couple of decisions that I had to make were um with Antonio Brown obviously not playing I put in Mark Ingram at my flex it's right. a PPR but I still put in Mark Ingram he ended up having a solid game with the two touchdowns um I you know I've got basically you know the only player that really laid an egg was Jameis Winston but it didn't end up hurting me because Hopkins went off Thomas went off mm-hmm. um Kamara went off Barkley had a good game so oh and my defense I've switched out I put in the Panthers again I think I think I had the Chargers in this one, nice. so I switched out defense. But uh, I ended up winning one sixty to one forty five against Adam, so that was it was a close one. And you know, in this league, the top scoring teams were the ones who had, in my humble opinion, 
um, players that really went off that nobody saw coming. You've right. got the Eckler, Eckler. I mean, there's a team with Eckler, Ross, Marquise Brown, where it's like you're starting them because you don't have better options, mm-hmm. and then they happen. You happen to basically luck out, in my opinion. Um, but you know, I was pl- with Adam's team. I mean, I was playing against Mahomes, Chubb, David Johnson, who I traded him for Zach Ertz. Um, he had Julio, you know, but I lucked out on a couple spots. He had Connor, he had OJ Howard, he had Will Fuller, and those guys. Oh, Matt Ryan, those guys didn't do anything, so I kind of, mm-hmm. I kind of lucked out there. But my team is stacked here, and um, you know, with point totals, I'm in second, and I, I really feel like I'm. You know, in as good a position to repeat and win that rolling pot as anybody else. So we'll we'll see if we can keep that we'll keep that going. But um Yeah, it's gonna be a fun league to watch. There's a lot of a lot of good teams at the top. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Right. There's a lot of bad teams who have traded away a lot of solid pieces not only pieces but draft capital mm-hmm. to the teams that are up there and um I'd really like to end this league as you would with, yep. with Emperor. How did your Roman team do this weekend? I I went up against uh, McCaffrey in this league. Okay. Yeah. Weird and, feeling. Uh, it's always a weird feeling. Yeah. yeah. And this one, it's uh, more firepower, but it is the PPR. Okay. So, yep. um, McCaffrey had... Ooh, going uh, up against... 42.9 yeah, points. Yeah, that's brutal. Uh, which was a third of this guy's points. So, it, it's tough to come back from. I only lost by 11. Um, and looking back, really no moves I could have made at the last second would have made up any ground mm-hmm. um and mike evans laid a egg 4.8 points that was frustrating i mean the 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 uh buccaneers are just they looked brutal yeah it was it was it was and tough I, to watch and i just keep thinking you know i've heard multiple places that bruce arians you know carson palmer had a hard time picking up mm-hmm. bruce arians offense and you know that it'll it'll come but when you're sitting there relying on winston godwin yeah. evans oof, brutal so my lone bright spot, I Marlon Mack, he uh, he had Oof, a pretty he good went game. off, yeah. So he got me twenty five point four. Other than that, I've got a young team, and uh, I do have Hunter Henry on that team. Um, so hopefully he gets better soon. So my, do you do you have four first round picks in this league? I did. Oh, that's right. And then you traded them. I did. Them for... Yeah, I got that amazing offer oh, yeah, one day. Beckham and Evans. For Beckham four and Evans for all picks. four. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Otherwise, if I had one, I'd I'd offer it up for, for Brown. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Information that would have been helpful yesterday. Um, it really wouldn't have because yeah, I don't well, have I don't have the picks. Well, right. So. Um, I think I have a third. If you ever. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, Roman. I mean, uh, yes, I won. I mean, it's my second time winning, just not in a row. But right. But it is my favorite league. To I mean, it's my favorite team. I feel like it's just in my. I mean, in my humble opinion, I feel like it's just been roster construction wise. I just feel like it's been perfectly. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sitting here with Big Ben, Winston, and then I've got Lamar Jackson sitting there at quarterback, and I'm sitting there with I traded for Zach Ertz. I've got Njoku behind him. You know, so like I've got the younger guys who I don't want to count on yet, mm-hmm. but they're behind guys that I don't need where I don't need to. Like Aaron Jones is on the bench. Don't right. have to start him because he's behind Kamara and Barkley and. Mark Ingram and it's it's just so it's, it's, a, it's a luxury is what you have it's a luxury yeah. and but you know that when you construct a team well when you've <laughs> when you've spent I mean years constructing this team the way it is and then it it pans out that's that's really you reap the rewards and yeah. that's why there was a Facebook conversation today about 
you know, my team looking scary. And Danny was trying to back me up and be like, have you looked at Ralph's team yeah. to, to another guy who was, you know, saying, well, it's only week one and blah, blah, blah. And mm. a guy who lucked out because he started Eckler. But you, uh, you've got a monster. Anyway. For sure. I mean, whatever. We all have good teams. <clears throat> um, can we go into Westeros? Let's do it. Westeros is, I mean, it's it's another really... F- so Westeros is, it's basically full offensive players, but also full IDP. Mm-hmm. So we have 10 offensive starters, 10 defensive starters. There is a 12-man bench, which I think is shallow considering there's 20 starters. Right. It's really hard to construct a roster because you cannot you do not have access at any position to start. Um but there is a fi- there is a five player taxi squad. Now those five players w- new this year, those five players um can actually be started. You can start them, you can bench them. They are basically they're on your active roster, but on our one taxi squad claim day, they're unprotected. So you can come to me on Tuesday and you say, Ralph, I claim DJ Chark from your team. And I have 24 hours to decide. Do I move him to active roster, which means I drop one of my active players? Mm-hmm. Or do I say, fine, take him, meaning I have a taxi spot to fill, and now you have to put him on your active roster, right. which means you better have room for him because mm-hmm. now, you're, now you're stuck with him. And it's the same, that claim, the claiming on opposing taxi squads is the same day as waivers so you have to prioritize are you going after waiver players or taxi players right most people don't let their taxi players go although i i believe i got josh gordon off of your taxi squad last year Mm -hmm. i got jarrell casey off of your taxi a defensive tackle for the titans off of your taxi squad as well i don't know if you just weren't paying attention when claims were made or i was that my was that my first year in the league? Maybe. I think I was still getting the hang of everything. Well, that's fine. I lucked out. Yeah. I've since traded both players away. But, right. Um, so anyway, it is a very, it's a very interesting league, and it is hard to construct a roster. It's and so I, um, I don't remember where you finished. You can talk about your team in a second. But yeah. basically, we're, this is our third year for this league. First year, I won the consolation bracket, so I had the first overall pick, and instead of taking Barkley, I traded it for Nuke Hopkins, and I felt long-term that was a much better Mm -hmm. play. Like, I didn't... I always feel like I can replace running backs easier, Um, and I want Nuke everywhere I can get him, and, you know, that I think helped my team better. Um, And then last year, I made it to the playoffs, and I kind of fizzled out. I was, I think, the fourth out of the four playoff um, playoff teams but so this weekend I played against my former co-worker a, a lovely lady that I worked with at my school for years and it was a frustrating weekend um, the reason being you know my my friend that I played against you know she doesn't pay a lot of attention she's not immersed in fantasy football information she as we be, are. She won't be having a, a fantasy football podcast. Right. right, right. And, you know, she, she does the best she can, but, you know, it's the, I, I say the same thing to my fiancé. You know, if you, if you aren't fully immersed in information all the time, you just aren't quite going to be able to constantly be tweaking your roster. You're not as comfortable trading. Mm-hmm. You're not as comfortable dropping players when you don't really quite know. And so this is somebody where for two years now, I've given her advice on who to pick up, who to draft. You know, she'll be she'll say she's done drafting in the rookie draft, and I'll say, 
You have an open spot. You have Andy Dalton. Draft Ryan Finley. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt you. He could end up taking over for Andy Dalton this year. Pick him, pick him, pick him. And then she picks him. Um, She also, when she makes a decision that ends up working, she trash talks, which is frustrating because I feel like I'm helping her. A lot. Maybe you should stop helping her. Well, I'm I'm getting to that point. Okay. And so it's you know, it's a frustrating it's a frustrating thing. So the first I played her the first week last year as well, and she was beating me. And she's trash talking me. She's texting me, trash talking me hard about how oh oh you're yo, you do so much research. Look at my team, look at my team, look at my team, look at my team. Mm. Darren Lee, former Ohio State linebacker playing for the Jets last year, had a fifty point game on Monday night in the late game. Interception return for a touchdown, et cetera, et cetera. And I ended up beating her. Sure. And my response was, you might want to save your trash talking next time. Mm-hmm. She ended six and six, as she does every year, because when you don't pay attention, right. your team's gonna be average. Um, and I went to the, you know, went to the playoffs. Now we come to this first week. And I have guys who absolutely laid an egg. Roethlisberger. Kenyon Drake, Tyreek Hill, Miles Sanders, Baker Mayfield, Aaron Donald had two points, yeah. traded for him in the offseason. My linebackers were great, but, you know, Kenny Clark didn't do much. Xavier Howard didn't do much. Malcolm Jen- Jenkins didn't do much. And these are defensive guys I've been counting on mm-hmm. for, for years, you know. You know, and then I look at her team. And she was the highest score. I believe she was the highest scoring <clears throat> team this week. She was. Andy Dalton goes crazy. Austin Eckler goes crazy. McCaffrey, okay, McCaffrey's great. Mm-hmm. Everybody start McCaffrey, that's fine. Ted Ginn has a great game. Um, I don't remember how Jerry Cook got. She had Lamar Jackson in. And let me tell you a little something about Lamar Jackson. I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. <laughs> Let's hear it. <clears throat> Rookie draft for this league, right? I had traded, right before the draft, I traded uh, Zeke Elliott for some pieces and included one uh, it included one four okay. in this in this rookie draft. So then we get to the rookie draft, and I had already, and I actually had traded you for a second round pick. I gave you Dak Prescott mm-hmm. in return for Philip Rivers and your second yes. two three, I believe. That's right. Okay, <clears throat> we get to the rookie draft, and it's a slow draft, and so blah blah blah. I get to one four. I don't. All the guys I was going to take are gone. Montgomery, Jacobs. Kyler Murray, probably. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at the options, and I'm like, you know what? I'm happy with a few options later. So I traded 1-4 for 1-7 and DJ Chark. I figured he's a flyer, and at 1-7, I'll be just as happy with the guy I'll get there as the right. guy I got 1-4. I ended up getting Miles Sanders at 1-7, who is the guy I would have taken at 1-4 if sure. I would kept the pick. So, great. She gets to 1-6. Now, the previous year... Nobody's going to be able to follow this, by the way, listening. I, I understand that, but I'm, I'm on my tangent. I'm going to keep going. The previous year when Justine, when this person, oops, I used a name, whatever, she doesn't care. When, the previous year at 1-6, she took Bradley Chubb, linebacker, defensive lineman for the um, Broncos. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm to this day convinced she thought it was Nick Chubb. Yeah. And she took Bradley Chubb, and she just didn't want to admit it. Whatever, it's fine. You know, he's a good player. It doesn't really, doesn't really matter that much. Now it's 1-6 this year, and I've traded behind her now. I get to 1-7. She has 1-6. It gets to 1-6. She texts me, and she says, I'm going to take your Buckeye at 1-6, meaning Nick Bosa. Mm -hmm. 
And I said, at 1-6? Now, we also have not had a lot of experience on where defensive players right. go in the rookie draft. Because the previous rookie draft, they dropped. No rook, no defensive, no IDP players have been taken in the se- until the second round. Right. I think Derwin James maybe was the first one in the, in the second round. And so my response was, you're, you're going to take... You're going to take Nick Bosa at 1-6? Listen, I want him, but I don't want him that bad. So if you want to take him at 1-6, that's your problem. And I'm thinking, I'm trying to give you advice here because that seems too high. I mean, the offensive players on the board at that point were ridiculous. I mean, she could have had Miles Sanders, which would have really helped her team. Mm. She takes Nick Bosa. I'm, I'm pissed now. Because I'm sitting here, I'm stewing. Poor Claire had to listen to it. I'm like, I can't believe she did that. Now that the draft is progressing, the draft is progressing. Now we get to the second round, and I've got multiple picks in a row. Mm-hmm. And I take Devin Bush, linebacker for the Steelers. I take Justice Hill. My, You know, you, you know Justice, you Hill. Justice Hill. Um, I take Jonathan Abram for uh, safety for the Oakland Raiders, mm-hmm. who also looks like he's going to go on IR, which yeah. is a bummer. But I wasn't going to start him anyway. He's more of a long-term player. Right. And I take those three guys at the beginning of the of the second. I had those three picks in a row that I traded for strategically, but I didn't want. I wanted Nick Bosa at that spot, and he was gone. So I text her and I said, "Listen, I want Nick Bosa." Your team needs a quarterback because you're starting Case Keenum and Andy Dalton. Please, I'm going to give you Lamar Jackson for Nick Bosa. Accept it before I change my mind because I'm giving you a starting, young, running quarterback for a defensive end. Please just accept it before I change my mind. And she goes, oh, I can use a quarterback. Okay, I accept and I thought, I can't believe... Now, Now I will say, I will say that... Uh, I will say that, you know, this these rosters are not deep enough to hold multiple players. So I'm sitting here with four quarterbacks. I'm sitting here with Roethlisberger, Rivers, Baker Mayfield, and Lamar Jackson. I just don't have room for all four. And I'm thinking, he's the one with the value. You know, I think back now. Well, I had sold Lamar Jackson everywhere because I wasn't convinced he was going to do anything. Not too many people were. And now here we are. He looks like a superstar. In hindsight, I wish I'd traded Ben Roethlisberger for um, for him. But anyway, it was just, you know, so now, you know, I've got Nick Bosa. But it was just, it's just been a frustrating offseason for this league. And... Uh, you know, I guess the the silver lining is that my um, uh, taxi squad. I didn't have anybody claim for my taxi, so I didn't lose anybody. Right. You know, I've got a couple guys who looked good. I mean, um, I picked up Jordan Hicks, the Arizona linebacker. He had twenty five points. That mm-hmm. looked real solid. Devin Bush looked really good. Um, but it was you know Carlos Hyde. I picked him up in the rookie draft late or rookie free agent draft. It's just it was it was a rough week though. So I ended up losing three hundred two to two sixty four, and putting up two hundred sixty four. I don't remember where that f- fell in the in the actual overall standings. Let's see. Two, yeah. but I bet it was up there. 
You're pretty much in the middle. Middle of the pack, okay. 234, 239, 249, 256, and then you. And this is a league, you know, typically in a, in a normal league, I'd be very happy if I score. In a normal league, I'd be happy if I score over 100. Mm-hmm. In this league, you really have to get around 250 to be competitive. Yep. And when you're looking at this, I mean, our the lowest scoring team was 230. Yep. So actually... This is actually higher scoring than this team usually. Usually there's a couple teams mm-hmm. that are barely hitting 200. A couple stinkers. Um, which is, you know, and poor, poor Adam, he's down there, and he, he's got a stacked team. He was a playoff team last year, and he just had the didn't have the guys performing. But, yeah, so it was it was a frustrating weekend. Now, I will say in, in I already said her name, in Justine's defense, she did not trash talk me. Mm-hmm. She said she's going to be a little more patient this year, and she's going to wait on it. And I, I said, well, that's I think that's good. That's a good thing to do because ultimately if she ends up, you know, outscoring me all year and making the playoffs and I don't, then uh, more power to her. Exactly. Um, but uh, her, her uh, uh, sometimes I look at her team and just go, oh, my goodness gracious, you know, and we've made some trades. that I mean, we can get into some mm-hmm. trades that have happened in that league that are interesting, too. I know that one guy quit this, the guy who you took over for in this league because you did not start in this league. You took I over an not. orphan. Yes. And the guy you took over for quit because of a trade Justine and I made mm-hmm. where he thought it was so lopsided that he couldn't be in a league like this anymore. It was a travesty. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like his cousin, who's also in the league still, just is constantly thinking to himself... These these people, yeah. how, how could they? The collusion, the collusion. Anyway, yeah. Uh, um, all right, so thank you for letting me get on my yeah. soapbox for a little bit. How did you do in Westeros, the IDP um, deep starters, but not deep benches and taxi squads? So first, my squad. math was off. Okay. Uh, we actually have eight leagues together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> more than more than we this, thought. This is the eighth league. Okay. Um, well, this is why your this is why your wife thinks that we have an unhealthy mm-hmm. um, an unhealthy relationship yeah. together. Yeah. Because, she may or may not be correct. On because that. all of a sudden here we are hanging out and she just go wait a minute Ralph's my friend. Yeah. Well, sorry Molly. Not anymore. <laughs> so this league. Uh, Maybe I didn't write it down because I was, you know, that hindsight thing. Hey, can I pause you for one second? Yeah, go I'm for so it. sorry to interrupt. Can I tell you my team name for this league, by the way? Yeah. You know, it's Battle for the, the for Westeros. It's yep. a Game of Thrones Game of Thrones themed. So can I tell you my team name? I already know it, but yeah, go for well, it. Well, yeah, you know. But if we have, you know, the yeah. two people listening, Lattimore's pay their debts. Yep. Because see, Marshawn Lattimore is a right. cornerback for the Saints, also former Buckeye. He's on my team. It was meant to be. And it's like Lan- uh, Lannisters. Yeah. You know, no, I, I their debts. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. We all finally right. finished it last year, so I I get all the references. Oh, now. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. My, I'm so sorry to interrupt. Your my turn. team name is Hut Hut Hodor. <laughs> I, was, I, was, <laughs> I was hoping you'd share that. It's pretty good. Actually, when I inherited the team, I had Delaney Walker, so I was the Delaney White Walkers. Which I have had a White Walker theme name yeah. team, team yeah. Name too. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, a good I one. I like the Hut Hut Hodor <clears throat> vibe. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. That's really good. So I lost by five. Oh, in such a deep... That's demoralizing. Well, then... Five points. It gets better. Okay. <laughs> uh, I started Dante Pettis. Oh, man. 1.5 points. Brutal. Guess who's on my bench? Another John. John Ross. Oh. The third 
Uh, I drafted John Ross in a rookie draft, and I couldn't drop him quick enough. Like right away, I saw he was nothing, and now all of a sudden, where did he come from? Yeah, it's he had he had thirty six points. So that right there, I would have been the highest scoring. Um, so I, you know, I'm still trying to figure out IDP, you know, with, it's with hard. the defensive, it's yeah. tough. I have another free IDP league I'm in and, um, I do better on that league defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, who else was on my bench? I had, uh, McCordy, Devin McCourty. Yeah. I, yeah. In a sleeper one, I had both McCordy twins and yep. they actually played really well. And then Heath from Dallas had 23. Yep. So I... Still trying to get those defensive guys figured out. And year-to-year changes, too. That's the thing. You can't just keep a guy forever. Yeah. Like, it's hard. They're hard to predict. They don't stay consistent year-to-year. It has so much to do with how the team is, mm-hmm. the team makeup. Yeah, it's tough. And here's where I flip-flopped. And I kind of went against... I've got Gilmore, as well, from New England. So... Oh, he's so good. I know. Real, real life. Right. So good. Yeah, and he's yeah. a great person, I think too. I had him on... on this team at some point mm-hmm. dropped him and you must have picked him up. So, I mean, that's, <clears throat> you know, sometimes that flip-flopping is, you know, win or lose. And, uh, but I'm not going to dwell. I forgot about it. I'm going to move on and I'm going to start McCourty this week. <laughs> you know, the the Patriots um, defensive backs, they can be they can be a unit where you can start multiple yeah. and they'll all get their stats. Yep. You know, I mean, where you just figure they cover each other, somebody goes off and they cover the other one. I mean, the Saints, I mean, I mean, I start Von Bell and Marshawn Lattimore and it's, it's interesting because it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the Patriots running backs where if you start a couple of them mm-hmm. that are currently playing, yep. <laughs> like if you start Burkhead and, and Michelle or White and, you know, and White and Michelle, like, you're going to get stuff. So, yeah, they're kind of, they're interesting like that. And you also mentioned Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also there, 4.7 points. Okay. Um, but, I mean, Dak, that trade paid off for me with you. He. Uh, yeah, he looks good. He's playing for that contract, which I'm is awesome. Of, yeah, I'm kind of bummed that I, I mean, I have him at, in a couple other important places, but yeah. that trade is, well, I mean, it's fine. I ended up getting rookie to, I did a complete defensive overhaul on this team. Like I felt like it needed it. I was just stagnant. Yep. So it was necessary. I needed that pit, that second round pick to do that. Yeah. So it's nice. My quarterbacks are Mahomes and, and Prescott. Couple I know. Cause starts. I tried to get Mahomes yeah. pretty hard and it didn't end up. It didn't work. Didn't I, I, work. I love Mahomes. He's but I ended team. up, I mean, I tried to give you Zeke and I ended up getting to, I ended up trading him for, for uh, what I think is a pretty good haul. So yeah. And good. actually, um, if I remember right, it was very close, even closer at the start of the Monday night game, Saints-Texans. So I have uh, Demario Davis, linebacker, and uh, he had Cam Jordan. Yeah. And so Jordan went for 13.5, and uh, Davis went for 8.5. Wait, who were you playing? Were you playing the champ? Yeah, little fingers. Wow, and you only and you only lost by, by five. five. Yeah. Wow, because so, his team is ridiculous. He's got a great. Who are team. his wide receivers? Oh, okay. Uh, Julio right. Jones, yeah. Devontae Adams, uh-huh. and Beckham. Yep. Oh, and wait, and his flex, Mike Evans. Exactly. Yeah. How does that happen? It's not fair. I don't understand. Well, I mean, there are people who would say that about mine, I guess. Right. But, but I look at his team and I'm just like, wow, well done, well done, sir. <laughs> yeah. So I I'm happy that I I uh, competed. 
Um, so, and I like my running backs too. I've got Mack and, and Henry there. Um, so that's a good one, two punch to have sure. along with my offense. So I'm not worried about my offense. It's just that defense that I got to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I have, you know, Jalen Ramsey too, is another guy who's a great football player, but the I was going to say the stats, cornerback, cornerbacks are really tough. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a shut down corner, no one's going to throw to him. So it's really tough to actually get those fantasy footballs. Right. Stats. But you know what? You could look at it either way too. So I, I, God, cause I think about this constantly. So so you have a shutdown corner, right? Yep. And so, yes, they avoid throwing at them. So they're not going to get the tackles. They're not going to get the passes defensed. However, like I like Marshawn Lattimore, when I, when I drafted him, he was a rookie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, rookie cornerbacks get thrown at. So yeah. he got tons of stats. Now he's considered a shutdown corner. Right. So now when I'm starting him, it's more like he is on the number one guy. So you look at, let's say, the Falcons – he is on Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. You look at who who they just play. Oh, he's on New Hopkins. Yeah. He was on him the entire game. So they're not going to not throw to Nuke. Right. And so he's going to have an opportunity. He's not going to, Nuke's not going to get the best of him on every play. So you can look at it either way. It's mm-hmm. a really interesting, like you got to figure out what your strategy is. Yeah. And so like, like this year I drafted Greedy Williams for the Browns. Right. Because my thought process is you've got Denzel Ward shutting down one side. They're going to go after Greedy Williams on the other side. Now this week it didn't work out. But, I mean, they were, the Browns were just so terrible in general. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like Danny said, that was his strategy. He wanted Greedy, Greedy Williams in that same round. Like, mm-hmm. I sniped him, basically, because he was thinking the same thing. Rookie cor- uh, rookie cornerbacks get targeted. They do. Um, but I've, I've thought that before, because it used to be when Sherman was so good, it used to be, well, he's not, nobody throws at mm-hmm. him. So you can't have him on an IDP right. team. Well, yeah, but if he's on the best guy, then it's not, it, they're not going to not throw to him. So, you, like, you can't look at it that way, That's in my true. opinion. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to? Yeah, I, I I love that league. I, I I just I was saying to Joel the other day, the the guy who won the championship, that it just bums me out because I've like so many teams I've crafted that are doing so well mm-hmm. year to year, and that's the league where I can't get over the hump. And I know we're only three years in, yeah, but it just feels like getting that defense. I feel like getting. I feel like Devin Bush could be the key. Getting that young linebacker who's just going to get me huge points every week could be could be the um the decider so i don't i don't know we'll see we'll see what happens should we move on to laker league uh we can move on to laker league if yeah. that's where you want to go sure. um and i can talk about that trade as part of that yeah. as well you want to start with your yeah. so review what the what the league looks like so this is uh what is it 10 team now 10 team right? redraft yep. redraft two keeper yeah super flex um i believe you won last year I did. We that was our. I, we I played in. The, we played in the in championship yep. together. Yeah. My team name is the Underachievers, <laughs> and uh, every year it's accurate. Yep. And but actually, this week I had the most points scored. Nice. Yeah. Well felt done. good. So well obviously, done, buddy. obviously, I won. Um, <clears throat> I think we touched on the, that draft. It's an auction draft. We talked so, about it last. So week. that's that's the league where I ended up with Kittle. Kelsey, mm. OJ Howard, mm. and like no running backs. Right. And I made a trade since then. We'll talk about that in yep. a few minutes. But yeah, it's it was an interesting draft. We talked about it last week. And my my three headed monster of Kamara McCaffrey and Mac. That worked out. Jeez, of course you yeah. were the highest score. Right. That's so ridiculous. Between them, ninety points yeah. pretty much. So the rest well. is just is just money. So yep. 
I'm going to ride them for a while. I think I'm going to be okay for, for a little bit. Yep, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement of the year, sure. Um, how much did you win by? Like, was it close? Uh, I mean, you, you were the highest scoring team, so I guess Let's not. see. It was... 183 to 132.8. Yeah, that's not that's not close. It's a spanking. Yeah. Felt good. <laughs> well done. Um, and then were you playing against, like, were they just, did they just have some injuries or they had some guys that, like, laid an egg, basically? I mean, I mean everybody had guys like that this yeah. week. It was rough. But... David Johnson and uh, Ingram both put up points. Sure. Matt Ryan. Um, he had Lamar Jackson on the bench, but that really wouldn't have done anything. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just, uh, some players that laid an egg, uh, Tevin Coleman, another guy injured. Okay. Um, and he had Cam Newton who just stunk it up. Yeah. The, the, um, Panthers are. And Tyreek Hill. So yeah, actually. Yeah. So there was some, some injuries, yeah, so but I think if, if everybody was healthy, I'd, you, you I would still would have come out on top, yeah, but it was, not worried. yeah, there were some, there were some issues that, that they had. Um, so. All right, so I had no running backs, but I had a plethora of tight ends. Plethora, good word. Thank you. Um, I'm a teacher, Says so the teacher. Yeah. I was trying to. I, I was. I was shopping. I was shopping Kittle, figuring Kel. You know, it's a redraft, so I figure Kittle for this year, and I figure, or sorry, Kelsey for this year, mm-hmm. and I figure Kittle has more trade value than OJ Howard does. Right. And so I'm trying to do. I was trying to do some shopping. So I was trying to talk to Hans about trading Kittle for Montgomery or some formation of that, some combination of that. Um, cause he didn't have a tight end that was really worth starting. I don't, I don't remember, but, um, you know, he just said, you know, I'm too high on Montgomery. I'm too high on Montgomery. He wouldn't do it. And so then I was talking to Woody and I, I was, I was, I was bringing up Kittle for carry on straight up. Yeah. Cause I'm figuring in a vacuum, Kittle's the more valuable player. I would I would think most people would probably agree, yep. but I needed a running back. You know, he he had Zeke, but who knows where Zeke was going to be. Oh, and I was throwing in I was going to throw in Pollard. So he had Zeke. Mm. I was I was saying Kittle and Tony Pollard for carry on. Yep. I thought that was very generous. Sure. He didn't he didn't like that. So then the conversation continued and then Zeke was coming Zeke was coming back and so then I thought that was going to lead to him being much more okay with trading carry on because Zeke is now available Mm -hmm. well he decides to take it up a notch and so he offers me Mahomes and Zeke and DJ Moore who I'm you know whatever I've started having him in a few teams this year but he wanted Carson Wentz, now this Woody played football for NDSU, oh, so yes, he is a Wentz right. guy. Yep. And so I should have known, use Wentz to go after Mahomes, whatever. So he offered me Mahomes, Zeke, and DJ Moore for Carson Wentz, um, for Carson Wentz, oh my gosh, uh, Nuke, and Kittle. And I said... Nuke is the sticking point. I can't trade Nuke. I kept him for 51 of my $200. I love him. Have you seen that man? And now he's got a game under his belt. He was unbelievable on Monday night. This was before Monday night. But, like, look, I was right. 
I said, sorry, nukes the sticking point. I so side note, yeah, I do believe last week when talking about nuke, you actually uttered those same words. Have you seen that man? Yeah. So now you're two for two. Right, and I commented on his hair being yep. beautiful, and he has that nice skin. Yeah, Carry he's on. a gorgeous man. Carry okay. On. Listen, I'm secure. Whatever. I'm getting married. It's fine. She gets it. Um. So, <laughs> so um, so I said, you know, nuke is the sticking point. I can't. That's not gonna work. And then I'm at I'm at trivia, and I'm talking with my buddy, just bouncing ideas around. Actually, with with Kurt, he was there, my fiance's brother, and he's as obsessed as we are. And he'll be on the show at some point, I think, once we're once we get this going. But um, you know, he. He was like, well, you know, it's, there's some things there. I basically said, what if I, what if I made it Beckham? So it would be Wentz, Beckham, and Kittle for Mahomes, Zeke, and DJ Moore. So now I'm looking at my wide receivers being um, Nuke and DJ Moore, mm-hmm. which is fine. I upgrade, in my mind, I upgrade Wentz to... <clears throat> Mahomes. Right. Now they had similar stats this week, but I think most would agree Mahomes yeah. is going to be better throughout the year. And now I've got Zeke at running back, where before I had literally nothing. Uh-huh. And at tight end, I'm sitting there with um oh this oh this is great. So I'm sitting there with OJ Howard who didn't play well, and then Kelsey, and then my other flex I picked up um Tyrell Williams and started this week. Well, that worked out well. Did I don't remember what his final stats were, but I know he had a touchdown early. Yeah, because that was the one game I didn't watch was the late one Monday. It's just too much for a teacher. Maybe you can look that up. But um, he got you nineteen point five. Woo boy! Okay, so then, so then this was the kicker. I'm talking about this was with Kurt, and now this is a keeper league. Mm-hmm. Keep two keepers for nine bucks more than their drafted value, but now next year it's going to be three, right? Right. And I and I'm looking and I realize that Patrick Mahomes he kept because he got him cheap, so mm-hmm. he kept him for seventeen bucks, which means next year I can keep Patrick Mahomes for twenty six dollars out that's, of two hundred. That's sick. And that's the kicker is that keeper value, and because I think I think it was probably I w- I may have been giving up too much without that keeper value. Mm-hmm. But if I'm looking forward to next year, that was too much to pass up. So then, coincidentally, I was playing against Woody this week, um, who I had just traded with. <clears throat> so I started I started Pollard and Zeke. That did not end up working out. But I thought there was a, maybe a chance that Pollard would get more of a workload mm-hmm. and they would try to run. I didn't know Dak was going to go crazy. Sure. Now it turns out I actually have Dak on that team as well. So now my starters are Mahomes and Dak. Um, like I said, Tyro Williams, you know, DJ Moore, 10 points, that's fine. But um, <clears throat> it ended up working out well. You know, he had he had a good week. I mean... You know, Kittle and Beckham, as far as the trade goes, did not do what they should have done. Yeah. But he has Sutton. He has, you know, Carrion didn't have a good week. Le'Veon did. Mm. Carson Wentz did. You know, Barber, Breida. So the end of his roster is kind of where it fell apart. But um, I ended up winning 164 to 128. Mm-hmm. And that trade really... I was glad I was able to get it done before the year started because I feel like after week one seeing how the players performed that trade would not have happened yep. because the two guys I traded him with the exception of the quarterback were didn't uh-huh. didn't do anything and so I was pretty um I was pretty happy about that 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 ended up uh 
that that ended up panning out. So, um, how about one more league? Can we talk about Frozen? Yeah, let's do it. Um, and then I want to do, I guess we'll see about time, but I want to talk about a couple of rookie drafts. So why don't we switch over to Frozen? So Frozen is, this is year two and Frozen is the super deep. It's basically start two tight end. It's super flex, but it's a super deep, uh, dynasty league and it is not empire. So there's no rolling pot. I won last year. I think you were in the playoffs. Uh, you were in the playoffs Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, there's no rolling pot, so I won last year. We'll see how this year goes. So I am allowed to trade, even though I won last year, which is a good feeling. So week one, I was playing against uh, I was playing against Danny, and he um, was who I beat in the championship. Right. <clears throat> he actually switched. We have a thing in this league where the lowest team in each division is able to switch out of their division based on whoever scored best, I think in week 17 maybe, something like yeah. that. There's something in place where... To decide who. So Danny switched out of the division with you and I, which was probably a smart move. Yeah, he was scared. He was scared. Uh, but he played me week one. He got the better of me. Now, he actually, it's kind of funny. He actually said he wanted me to win. He wanted me to win. <laughs> and I said, you wanted me to win? Why? And he goes, well, I wanted the better draft pick at the end of the year. And I said, dude, it's week one. It's week one. That's ridic- That's a little ridiculous. So I'm thinking to myself, and and my response to him, of course, was, don't worry, end of the year I'll be in the playoffs and you'll be competing for that that top pick. Um, But he did did get the better of me, and um, a couple of reasons, in my opinion, why. I already talked about the fact that I didn't play Hawkinson. Uh Um, I played Dallas Goddard, and that hurt me because Hawk would have been huge. And this isn't a second-guessing thing. This is I had Hawk in the lineup. Uh Mm-hmm. And then I tinkered late, which was a real bummer. Um, but the main reasons I lost, so I'm sitting here with Mahomes, Ingram, they played well. Michael Thomas played well, of course. Um, Chris Carson played well. The issues were with other studs that didn't do what they were supposed to do. Juju, rough. Ertz, rough. Mm-hmm. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Jameis Winston. I mean, relying that much on the Buccaneers at this point is scary. And I think I'm going to have to bench Winston for my, for Matt Stafford next week. I just think I can't keep, I can't keep putting him out there without, um, without him showing me something. And I also Montgomery, um, I started Montgomery, you know, and I, I've got other options. Like I have James White who I started all last year. He was obviously, he was a top 10 back last year. Um, but I just, you know, I thought, Montgomery should be the guy, and I'm sure at this point, some point in this year, he will be. He just didn't get the touches, and so that's that's a real bummer. So I ended up losing um, the score. I don't remember the score off the top of my head. It was 183, 203. Yeah, so I ended up winning, losing by 20, which yeah. is actually not that bad, considering I had a lot of eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, eggs dropped, dropping the eggs broken. Well, I don't know. There's something there, but I lost. <laughs> Is what we're going there's, with there. There's something. Something there. there. Yeah. Um, I'm actually really scared because I played Kurt this week. His team is stacked. Now that's, he, that's who I went up against. He says, yeah, and did you win last week? Lost by seven. Okay, so, you know, he, I'll, t- I'll sometimes I'll just text him and go, I was just looking at Frozen. How did your team end up the way it is? It's ridiculous. And he goes, I think the same thing when I look at your team. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, well, that's we'll see how it pans out this week. But if I have some better performances... Maybe it'll work out. Looks like you're playing Danny this week. Okay. 
Um, but I'll, who did I'll you? I'll avenge you. You avenge me. There you go. Network. Deal. Perfect. So it uh, it came down to the kickers was the big difference maker. Um, his kicker Butker got him seventeen. Okay. I got five. Twelve point difference. I lost by seven. That's all there is to it. Wait, who's your kicker? Mar. Yeah, and Butker. I mean, the kicker for Kansas City. That's yeah. That's I also had take. Bailey, but okay. uh, he didn't do. He would have got me four. So really. And this is a, a this is point. a this is a required two kicker on your roster league. You have to have two. You can't have more than four. Lots of lots of wrinkles. <laughs> Well, that's because Danny's kind of a mad scientist, so he yeah. wanted to tie in some a, stuff on this. And, he's a tinkerer. Um, yeah, and so so we spend a lot of time kind of debating aspects of this league. I'm I'm co commissioner. I'm I'm vice commissioner right. with uh, with Danny on this, but um, yeah. So so as far as your roster, so it was the it was the kicker that it came down to, huh? Yeah, I mean, I I had Breeze, I had Kamara, I had Hilton. I mean, I was right with him. Yeah, Julio Jones, sure. Uh, my team's no slouch, Delaney Walker, um, but actually Newton. I've got Cam on my team, so that hurt too. Yeah. Um, hope he starts playing a little bit better. Sure. And actually, um, he has to because on my bench I had Foles. Okay. Who? Yeah. So you don't have. Yeah, you don't have that option. And with these rosters being so deep. There's no quarterbacks on the waiver wire. So I need to make a trade or something's got to happen. And I will say I really like um I really like the deep roster. I mean, I know it, you just you have to be more prepared. Um you you can't rely on the waiver wire bailing you out. And mm-hmm. I feel like in our shallower leagues, it's basically so that people don't have to pay as much attention, you don't have to do as much draft prep as much um you know planning for your roster yep. because there's always someone on the waiver wire that it's can true. help you out and i i don't like that i like i like a league where you know you have if you want to improve your team you have to make some trades yeah. there's no way around it and there were some crazy ones in this league last year kurt and i were i thought he was who i'd be competing in the in the championship with i mean we ended up meeting earlier than that i guess mm-hmm. But like we were going toe for toe on um, on making trades with some of the weaker teams, you know, trading away all of all of our picks and all of our young stars yep. to get the studs, and yep. and you know he'd acquire Fournette, and the next week I'd acquire McCaffrey, and it was just this like ongoing, constant battle, and and I really like it. I really like it a lot. Um, it's it's a it's a fun league, and I. At some point, we'll analyze the trades that went down in this sure. league because it's it's crazy. I mean, the the and hopefully pre- more to come too. Sure, well, yeah. definitely. I mean, the preview would be this off season. I traded Gurley, CMC, Mixon on this league. I already talked about the Mixon trade. Mm. Got a lot of capital for that. Didn't work week one. Yeah, but I feel good about it moving forward. So, and I feel good that in the <clears throat> leagues I've lost, I've actually been competitive. You know, sure. I haven't really laid an egg, so I can hang my hat on that. Right. I mean, it. even an emperor where I only scored ninety. I mean, ninety-one is not embarrassing. Right. You know. I mean, that's fine. There's been some, especially in standard, because yeah. there's not as many points scored. There's been some low sixties scored in that. There are sure. Yeah. There sure have been. Uh huh. Well, but Tim's no longer here, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I said a name again. Um, he's in China. He he's in listen. China. He he ran away. Yeah. So um. All right, so 
Let's go on. And finally, we're going to talk about a couple of rookie drafts to wrap like us it. up. Yeah, let's do it. And we'll see how that goes. All right, Ralph. Let's start with the Emperor League. All right. Our, this our is this team. is your baby. This is my baby. Uh, I didn't really have a lot of uh, logs in the fire in this draft. And we should say this was back in June. Yes. Usually this is an August draft, but we actually... Basically, we were a bunch of whiny babies. Right. I, I think I was mainly involved. I don't remember you. I, I had a hand in it. We uh, we wanted we to said, draft. Let's draft. Let's I want to draft. It. Dad, mom, I'm let's sick draft. Of, I'm sick of waiting. Because it's always fun to draft. Ugh, I just I didn't want to <laughs> wait anymore. And this is not one where we've been getting together live either. It's been a couple of years where it's right. been online. So let's just do it. Let's do a slow one and, and get it done. Mm. Um, so it was in June, you know, not a lot known at that point. Um, you didn't, when was your first pick? You waited a while? My first pick was 310. Okay, 310. So I had to wait a while. Yeah, and I, um, I had traded away my first through fourth round picks at the end of last year. I had traded them for Sony Michelle and... Philip Rivers, and trying to get myself over the hump. Right. It didn't work. Didn't work. Um, but I had to tr- basically, I had to trade my way back into the draft. So mm-hmm. I traded uh, Robert Woods and a piece to get um, Brandon Cooks and a pick. Like I got some seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can get to wherever my first round pick, first pick was. I don't really remember, but um, had to get back in because I kind of sold out to beat you, and it didn't work. Yeah, and I had given up my picks. I actually acquired the one four from a trade, and I had the one ten, but I traded those to Corey. Um, and I acquired McCaffrey and Antonio Brown. Gotcha. So those were the pieces that I needed to get myself over the hump. But I had another trade. Or did I get Antonio Brown from ten I don't remember. But I, I made some good trades. We're in a lot last of leagues. It's hard to remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 uh, draft started off, um, with, uh, Josh Jacobs, Kyler Murray, uh, Miles Sanders, Nikhil Harry, Montgomery, Hawkinson. None of these things are shocking. Oh, I was, we also have a, you know, we also have somebody in this league who is not active at all. Doesn't respond to trade offers at all. Doesn't like just doesn't pay any attention. Basically, comes in with a preformed draft list. Yep. Picks a free agent early. Picks one rookie and then is done. And then her team sits the entire year. Yep. And you know Frank Gore's been starting on her team for the last you know since this league started. It's just you're not paying any attention. So I've been trying to get players from her. She never responds. Our buddy who moved to China, he was always in her ear because they worked together, giving yep. her advice, which is don't trade with Ralph. He's going to try to snipe you, or he's going to try to trick you, you know, that kind of stuff. And so this whole tr- this whole draft, I was trying to get, I was trying to get picks from her, and I was trying to give her, you know, like I was trying to give her Kittle, you know, like Kittle for yeah. like Ertz and a and a, you know Kittle and, gosh, who was it? Kittle and another young player for the for a one one seven and and uh and Ertz, you know, something like that. Yeah. Or I was trying to get mix and I was trying these players are just dying on her team. Yep, and I'm she, thinking yeah, I remember I'm I was... thinking you need numbers. Yeah. You need multiple first round picks. You need young players because you're not winning this year. Right. Mixon and Ertz 
are wasted on your team. And I'm trying to just like throw these things. There's nothing. And then the one piece of drama in this, and I'll get back to what the picks were, was at a point where she posted, you know what? Fine. You can have Mixon. Who else wants players? Everybody's for sale. Just come take them. I'll give you anything you want. Yeah. It was and a, I said, it all was right. A gong show. And I said, all right, hold up. Let's, we need to stop this right now. If this person, I'm going to try really not hard not to use the name. If this person is basically saying they are officially trading their stars for nothing mm. because they don't care, we need to stop this right now. We need to reverse the trade she made with my not favorite person in the, in the league. She made right. a trade with him, of right. course, which how did that happen? Which she clearly didn't get the better end of. Nope. I said, stop right there. If she's trying to dump her good players for nothing... And has basically said she's given up and that's what she's doing. We need to stop this. We need to reverse this trade Mm -hmm. because we cannot find someone to take over this team. No one's going to take over an orphan that has no first round picks, no young players. You have to be thinking about the good of the league. The good of the league, the good of the league, the good of the league. And of course, it was just a firestorm. Now, my not favorite person, he and I messaged a little bit because he and I were trying to talk trade. And I don't want to do that with him. But he was trying to say, um, you know, he was trying to say, like, you know, he said, you know, I understand, I understand, I understand. Well, then in the group message on the wall, he's saying, the trade's fair. What do you guys have a problem with? Yeah. Why Why would you reverse my trade? I don't give you guys a hard time for your trade. You are missing the point. Mm-hmm. The point is, if this person has given up and is selling stars for nothing... We need to be thinking about this team moving forward if someone else takes it over because right. they're not going to take over a flaming garbage pile. And that was totally missed by person B. And it was just, it was a frustrating go. And eventually it kind of just simmered and the draft continued, but it, it was did. so frustrating. It was like a bad car accident. I mean, you, I would put my two cents in and uh, other people would chime in. And uh, yeah, person B, he just wanted the trade to go he through. wanted that's, the trade to that's go all through. he cared about that's he, all he cared about he was being selfish didn't and this really... is somebody who writes fantasy football for a living and his oh, team he's, and his teams are terrible he's a big deal his teams are terrible he's a big deal i don't understand how you yeah. can call yourself a professional anyway no names being used we'll call him bobby that's that can be the student name and the and the and the opponent um fantasy football oh, we could call him chuck that really chuck. chuck that's a good one okay. yeah um, anyway, so, so, you know, there's talks, oh, you're, you've got until this time to make the pick, oh, you've got trade or whatever. So Montgomery, uh, 1-6 Hawkinson, 1-7 Noah Fant. I thought that was interesting. That yeah. seemed early, but I guess we were early in the process. Daryl Henderson at 1-8, mm-hmm. Dwayne Haskins, 1-9, 1-10 McCole Hardman, 2-1 Andy Isabella. So that Hardman-Isabella turn for Corey I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Actually, it wasn't actually it wasn't a turn. It was just he happened to have those two picks because right. he must have traded for one because it's a rookie draft. Um, Geron- okay, so then this is where it got weird, I thought. For with the rookie talent on the board, I thought some of these free agents being taken were strange. Geronimo Allison at 2-2, mm-hmm. I thought was interesting based on who was still there. But and we talked about it last week in this league – Specifically, there's always free agents that go early. Right. No matter who the rookies are, it's like there's some people in this league who are who only do like redraft. So they only know 
current players, they don't really know who the rookies right. are. Right, you don't so do they, any rookie research, right. so, so you're scared to take them. Yeah, they feel right. safe with a Geronimo Allison versus an A.J. Brown or a Paris Campbell or Metcalf who and, went picks yeah, after. And the one who was going to have the fire sale, she I remember she took um, Allen Robinson after mm-hmm. the year after his injury. I had him on my team. I had to drop him. It was a whole big thing because of who know who knew. Yep. Um, and she ended up taking him, like I think, 1-6. Again, yeah. this is somebody who's always the middle of the first round because their team's always mm-hmm. average, you know. Um, so, yeah, interesting. And then once all that draft talk, all that stuff where she was going to take somebody, she wasn't going to take somebody, blah, 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 blah. Two three, she takes AJ Brown. Um, oh, that was that was another part of this draft. She agreed on a trade, but then made the pick. Like she traded away a pick, but then she made that pick. Yeah. And we're like, wait a minute, I I'm confused. So anyway, then it was, it was a whole big thing. She trade took AJ Brown. Um, then it was me at two four and two five. I had those in a row, so that was because I traded to acquire those picks. Mm-hmm. So I took Paris Campbell because he's a Buckeye. I was excited about him. He's a, he's electric in a standard league. Somebody can take it to the house anytime is appealing. And then I took Damian Harris. I had Sony Michelle that I acquired the previous year and I wanted to protect that. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have Sony Michelle, I would not have taken Damian Harris there. Um, honestly, I probably would have taken justice Hill if I didn't have Sony Michelle, but with Sony Michelle it made more sense right. to take Damian Harris. Then we went to, um, James White taken as so you know ten teams so there's some you know yeah, there's, there's some good people yeah. left but James White also in a standard league less less appealing right. so James White went Lamar Miller went then DK Metcalf then I took Debo Samuel and I was ecstatic that he fell to two nine I couldn't mm-hmm. believe it um, then uh, Jaws went and then we had. We had Tucker go. I can't believe Tucker wasn't on a roster. That yeah, this is where it kind of went off the rails. Went off the rails. 3-2 Darwin Thompson. Uh, Sammy Watkins at 3-3. That ends up looking like a genius move here. Uh-huh. Uh, Cortland Sutton went. And then Justice Hill. I gave Brandon the advice to take Justice Hill. Hopefully he's happy about that. I said, hey, I don't have any more room. You should take Justice, Justice Hill. He's great. And then one of the best picks in the draft... <laughs> They add to the dumpster fire and picks. <laughs> this is the no, fire fire sale team. Picks Foreman. Ah, Dante Foreman. Dante Foreman. I mean, that worked out well. And then, and then, oh, I'm I'm gonna, had, and then pass. They had the next pick, and then pass. And then she passes, and that was a pick that she traded for. She traded for it. She passed Didn't on even it, use it, and she did not have such a stacked roster that she couldn't have afforded. I mean, she needed to take someone there, right. and she didn't. And we're all watching it like, huh? Um. Then we've got Hakeem Butler, and then Eric Ebron was dropped there. That was interesting. Um, I took the Chargers. That, I think that was my last pick. I took uh-huh. the Chargers defense because I felt good about that defense losing um, Derwin James mm-hmm. hurt, but that's fine. Uh, f- and, then, and, then, yep. and then Dave Dvorak. Finally. Ready to pick. After all these picks, I had my very first pick. And at 310, you swoop in. Now, granted, this is back in June. It's in June. It's in June. I'm not judging your picks. We don't know about... You took who you thought was the best right. person to we take. We don't know about contract talks. I think you know what you're doing, so I would never yeah. judge. And, I mean, June, right? I needed depth at quarterback. The best one available sure I did. saw was Foles. It was Foles. My running backs were fine. My wide receivers were great. And I, I didn't want to draft a rookie... That I wasn't going to use, I wanted, if I repeat, I win. I take it all. 
it's done. Right. I want people that are going to help me that I don't want to It's a different mindset. Waste on. It's a different mindset yes. when you're trying to repeat. Absolutely. So I went yep. for depth. I didn't go for promise of the future. Two things. I actually had Foles in this league. The my first when I won the championship mm-hmm. years ago was his rookie year when he had like 20 some sub touchdowns and yeah. two interceptions where he threw it at the defenders and it bounced off like he couldn't throw an interception. Um but also um it's uh when when we had a rookie draft a couple of years ago, it was the same situation. I passed on Corey Coleman, yeah, because Kobe Fleener had just gotten traded to the Saints, and right. so I passed on the young wide receiver for the tight end going to an offense that, in theory, what <laughs> didn't work out very well. Well, it didn't work out either way. It didn't really matter, but um, but I was ridiculed pretty hard for passing on Corey Coleman, one of the yep. top three receivers in that draft, to take Kobe Fleener because I needed a um. Because I needed a tight end who would do something. So, right. <clears throat> um, so we go to so you took Nicholas Edward Foles. And you dropped Casey time. Austin Keenum. Full names, well done. Yeah. Four one Devin Singletary. That ends up looking great. Four two Duke Johnson. That ends up looking great. Uh, then we have Robbie Anderson goes. Um, then we have Eric Ebron yeah, go. Back up. And then we have Lashawn McCoy go. That was my pick. That's your pick, except you're oh, not the one who posted it. Nope, sorry. That Different, was, differently. McCoy got dropped. Never mind. Oh, drop LaShawn McCoy. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. James Washington yep. was picked. Then we go on. My bad, you're right. Okay, so then we've got Alexander Madison. We've got Carlos Hyde. We've got passing, 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 passing. We've got you take... Vance McDonald. Yep. Again, I need depth, and uh, well, he, he had. Can, I mean, he had a pretty good year last year. Uh, did you see that stiff arm? Yeah. He ended. Was it Conti? Chris Conti. Sounds right. He ended his. He just broke him in half. Literally snapped him like a twig. Um. Yeah. So I uh, I was going for for depth. And then Bill's defense. Yep. For for you and then McCoy boy so oh you were the only one picking That's I was why the only I just everybody I just else had been done I just kept it going so you took in a row yep. Vance McDonald Bill's defense Lashawn McCoy and uh Badgley Badgley yep that's a that's a pretty solid end of the draft there yeah and then I believe that was the end of that I finished it up with Badgley Badgley it's hard to say that's for sure. So, um, yeah, so it was an interesting, it was an interesting draft. So, um, you know, I came out of there looking at my team like it was pretty good, but you know, I did not predict very well based on being in June. I didn't predict very well the players who would end up having roles this year. Not that that's your goal in a, in an, but you know, it's so shallow. You really do have to look Mm -hmm. a little more short term. And so, you know, Debo, Paris, hopefully they're going to end up doing something. Hopefully Damon, Damian Harris gets in that backfield yeah. at some point. You know, Rex Burkhead's still uh-huh. sitting there. Still working. I mean, and we got a lot of work this weekend, and so we'll yeah. see. And we even talked before the draft because we knew from past drafts that free agents are going to go early, and then that means the good rookies are going to fall. And it makes exactly – I mean, second-round picks – I mean, second and third-round picks, it makes them really – it makes them really valuable. Mm-hmm. I mean – you just you have no idea who's going to make it to you, so you no really idea. don't want to trade away those picks until you see what's going to be coming your way. That's it's, right. It's crazy. It's crazy what ends up happening. So in the end, I'd say you know nothing flashy with me. 
Um, but I, I went with depth, and um, I couldn't have asked for a better draft. True. Now, let's go to Roman. Now, Roman is the is my baby. That's the one I'm trying to repeat mm-hmm. in. So it's PPR, it's 12-team, a little bit deeper. So now we had the rookie draft September 1st. So this one was, you know, we knew we knew what was going down. Yes. And so this is one where we had more information to go off of. Let's find the let's find the draft pick draft pick thread. There it is. Found it. Nobody panics. Situation's under control. Um so it's not working. Do you have it? I have it, yeah. Apparently mine is not letting me open it up. Oh, there we go. I gotta go PV's comments. Okay, I got it. Um so this is the so this one was more recent, obviously. Um and I had not traded away my picks in this one. So as the champ, I had 112, 212, mm-hmm. 312, and I had traded for 3-2. I had traded away uh, somebody for 3-2. I don't remember who it was. Um, so my picks were basically standard. Um, my picks were basically standard champ mm-hmm. picks at the end of each round. Now, I think back to the draft after I won this league two years ago, and I took Alvin Kamara at number 12. Well, uh-huh. that worked out pretty darn well for me. So I'm thinking, man, I, I was like, who's going to fall to me here? Um, so let's get this started. We had Kyler Murray, 1-1. Josh Jacobs, 1-2. Devin Singletary, so he jumped up quite a bit because we knew more. And right, he was exactly. starting to get more. And by talk. this time, McCoy was gone. Exactly. Yep. Montgom- Montgomery at number 4. Miles Sanders at 1-5. Nikhil Harry at 1-6. And, and I had 1-6. You were at 1-6, so you so got Nikhil Harry. My hope was I wanted one of the running backs that went prior so I was really hoping that Haskins would have gone in with one of these teams. At and there were four. It wasn't the big three. Singletary included? Right. Yeah, I wanted, yeah. yeah. So just... I, I was hoping one of those four dropped to me. Um, since it didn't happen, I figured I would just take best available. Because Nikhil Harry had been falling. Right. I mean, he had been falling through the process. He was he was the one, you know, one-two at a lot of, and I knew, a lot of people. And I knew at the time he was a bit banged up. <clears throat> yep. And uh, I was okay with that. And then I think the next day he went on IR. Right. Um, so I hated this draft. Well, you know, the silver lining is if he's on IR, at least you he does not eating a roster spot. You right. can put him on your oh, IR. I get that. So that's helpful. Now, the pick after this really bugged me because so we have suspension drops in this league where if a player's suspended, you can quote unquote drop them, mm-hmm. but post that you still have the rights to them if they're suspended. So Josh Gordon had been on someone's roster had been suspension dropped and then hadn't been picked up again to the active roster when the offseason right. started. So he was available. It was a loophole. And I went into this draft, you know, this is a PPR. I'm sitting here, Antonio Brown, who knows what the heck's happening with him. And I'm sitting here thinking, if nobody else knows this, uh-huh. I could take Josh Gordon at 112 and that will be a mind-blowing situation. And my plan was to do exactly what Woody did when he took him at 17, mm-hmm. which was to say, can I draft Josh Gordon? <laughs> By the by, am I able to pick him up? And he asked, and I go, oh, darn it. And sure enough, yeah, he's available. And I'm mad at, you know, the guy who dropped him. It's like, you just weren't paying attention Mm -hmm. because there's no reason why you would have let him go. That's true. So 1-7, Josh Gordon. Now, 
the picks start happening, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, who's going to fall to me? Yeah, it gets weird. 1-8, Emmanuel Sanders. Too early, in my opinion. Way too early. Way too early. 1-9, Daniel Jones. Now, you know, I listen to the... I listen to the Dynasty nerds, yeah. and they're big on Daniel Jones. It's Superflex, whatever. Shallow league, I don't know. It seems early, 1-9. I mean, mm-hmm. that's before Dwayne Haskins. Seems excessive to me, but what do I know? Um, one ten, McCole Hardman. I'm pretty sure that was – was that Corey again? He always takes McCole Hardman. I don't remember. Um, yeah, because he had Hill. Yes. And yeah. So he's, he's a big McCole Hardman guy. Because I commented, this was a draft where we were actually in person, mm-hmm. and I said – McCole Harmon again, huh? He goes, all in? Yeah. Okay. Um, Daryl Henderson at 111. Now it's my pick. And I go Justice Hill. My thought process being I have Mark Ingram. It's a PPR league. And you know how I feel about Justice Hill. I think he's going to go crazy. So I was very happy. He was actually my target at 112 going into the draft. Sure. I thought that's great running back depth. He could end up starting by the end of the year for me. If, you know, Kamara and Barkley aren't doing Uh their thing. Embarrassment of riches. So then we go 2-1. So it gets interesting again. So Noah Fant, again, at 2-1. I think that's interesting. I think for him to go before Hawkinson blows mm-hmm. my mind. Yep. And I also think, you know, if you're desperate at tight end because you don't have one, I can understand you You take your guy. Mm-hmm. It, it seemed early, especially before Hawkinson. Right. And then Foles. Then 2-3 Pollard. Um, Tony Pollard had been... I mean, he was getting... We were acting like he was Zeke 2.0 and he was going to get the backfield, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that, you know, we've now seen how that's gone. But, yeah, I mean, I've fallen for that. If he had if he had lasted to 2.12, I probably would have taken him. Sure. Especially in PPR. 2.4, Dwayne Haskins. These are not listed as who took him, so make sure right. you stop me when it's whenever it's your pick. Oh, I um, don't pick for a while. <laughs> you don't pick for a while, that's right. Uh, 2.5, Darwin Thompson. Now we get 2-6, Jacoby Brissett. I'm thinking, yes, that's somebody I didn't want. Mm-hmm. 2-7, TJ Hawkinson. I'm thinking, man, five picks for, for me. Now I had Ertz and Joku. I really didn't have room for yeah. a tight end. But if he'd made it to 2-12, I would have taken him, and I wouldn't have thought twice about it. And him. I would say Hawkinson here is, is a steal. That is a steal. An absolute steal. 2-8, um, Debo. 2-9, Drew Locke. To 10, Bryce Love, which I thought was... I mean, some of these I just feel like they're a little early. Yeah. Bryce Love seems early. Andy Isabella at 211. Now, here's the other thing, though. Bryce Love, Andy Isabella, those were the previous owner of your Westeros team. And he was having some beverages elsewhere. He was having a good time. He was having a hard time yeah. even responding <clears throat> for the draft. And so he made some picks. I mean, Andy Isabella and Bryce Love. Now I'm at 212, so I'm sitting here going, oh my gosh. He has, I think he had the three before. He did. So Locke, Love, and Isabella. Mm-hmm. Now I've got guys I am salivating overtaking. And you, I knew you didn't have a pick for a while. So I'm sitting here. I'm over at your table going, all right, Dave, what do I do here? What do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Yep. And you had to listen to my, of course, my, my ramblings. But it gets to me at 212. And this is what blows my mind, especially after this weekend, is... DK Metcalf at 212. The fact that he fell to me at 212 in this league blows my mind. Now, I was never a, a Metcalf guy, yeah. but this weekend he looked like a man amongst mm-hmm. boys. Like you threw it up and he was just going to pluck that thing out of the sky like he's picking an apple off a tree. Like Johnny Appleseed. Unbelievable. And, and so, while, oh man. While you were surprised that he was still there, I was surprised that you 
kind of regretted making that pick. I regretted like, making the pick. Yeah. I was like, but, that's an absolute steal with him at 212. But what worked out well for me is the guy that I actually was debating taking instead was Sega at, and I ended up, because I had to pick two picks later, uh-huh. and at 3-1, somebody takes Keyshawn Johnson, apparently, and so I ended up getting DK Metcalf and Arthega Whiteside, yeah. and I'm like, this is really best of both worlds, because if I hadn't taken Metcalf, he would have gone the next pick. Right. That would have, I don't remember who had the Keyshawn Johnson pick, but that you they, nobody else would have passed on. I believe the consensus was when that pick was announced, everybody went, "Huh?" <laughs> right. Well, there were a lot of picks like that. I remember that one. It was uh, why. <sighs> yeah, and I just keep thinking, I can't believe, I can't believe these people let me have DK Metcalf in this league because my team is just so ridiculous. So we'll see if that continues. All right. So I took Arthega Whiteside at three two. That was my um. That was my pick I traded mm-hmm. for a long time ago, so I just had that pick waiting. Right. 3-3, three, three, Irv Smith. 3-4, uh, Robbie Anderson, so another um, free agent. 3-5, Alexander Madison. I know Danny was real excited about that. 3-6, A.J. Brown. That seems like a steal. That's yep. late, super late for A.J. Brown. 3-7, Damian Harris. 3-8, Marquise Brown. Again, you know, th- so 3-8, Marquise Brown. 3-9, Paris Campbell. Yeah. Those are so late. So late, and I feel like there are people that needed young wide receivers that passed on those guys. Yeah, just I can't, I just don't understand. Um, but we also we have some weird roster construction in that in mm. that league. I mean, we should just take one of those teams and just look at it and be like, um, take a look at what these people tried out there every week. <laughs> All right, three ten, Joe Flacco, gross. I never want that. Three eleven, Miles Boykin. Okay, great. And now I'm to three twelve, and I'm looking at my options, and I'm like. Justin Jackson at 312 for a team that's trying to repeat and I don't have to start anybody I'm taking. Right. I mean, Justin Jackson could be a league winner. If Gordon doesn't come back and Eckler looks like garbage, which mm-hmm. I think he'll revert back to personally, I mean, that could be huge. <clears throat> and then I was officially done. So then we go to Delaney Walker. Um couple passes. I feel like there's an old man using a Walker joke in there somewhere, but (laughs) Delaney Walker. Uh, Pass, 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 pass. Uh, Bill's defense. Chris Thompson. Dante Pettis, who I had dropped. I dropped Pettis for one of my picks. Mm. I I said, you know what? I need to just I need to just be be done. And actually, before this draft, because I needed to free up some space, I knew I wanted to make the picks. I actually traded away Cortland Sutton for a 2020 second. Yep. So if I don't repeat, I have that pick because Sutton, I had no interest in keeping. Right. Um, and I just figured if I can get any future picks for him just to free up the roster space, because I'd rather have any of those rookie receivers. And then just wraps up with Jalen Richard, Raquel Armstead, John Brown, Deshaun Jackson, five, four Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. That looks like a genius move. And actually the, the four, nine pick Raquel Armstead, that was my pick. Okay. Yeah. So. Do you have Fournette, or you just it was just a it was just running back taking flyer. whatever. Okay. I was just a flyer. I mean, okay. and the reason you haven't heard from me since then is I had <laughs> traded away right. all my first rounders um, to acquire youth. And you had to drop Lamar Miller for that pick too. Yeah, I just said screw it. But the I the said, frustrating thing, he was already on IR, but this league has a rule yeah. that you can't put him on your IR spot to free up a bench spot until after the draft, which is just silly. 
So if it's not somebody that you have long-term plans for, right. done. And I actually had him on my IR and I got yelled at for it. Well, that was my fault because I yeah. said, you said you only had room to make one pick. And I yeah. said, well, Lamar, Lamar Miller's on IR, so you have that pick. And that, so that was, that was my fault. I forgot about that rule. I remember being annoyed by that rule before, so it shouldn't surprise me that much. <clears throat> um, I'll do it again next year. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let the commission pay attention to yep. it. Um, then we had 5-5, five, five, Kiki QT. We have Jake Elliott, Kalen Balaj, drop Malcolm Brown. Boy, that's brutal. <laughs> Probably want to keep Malcolm Brown at this point because Balaj looks terrible. Uh, Dario Oganawai. Wait a minute. He... Okay, can I we can we just check something for a second? Five yeah, five. I see what you're Ki- you see at. what I'm gonna yeah. say? Five five. Kiki QT drop Ito Smith. Yep. Three, uh, three picks later, draft Darioga and drop Kiki QT. Drafted three spots before. So why not just take Dari when he's there? Then I have no idea. It's interesting. Interesting we should, strategy. We should ask him. You know. He's a trailblazer. Danny's a trailblazer. I'm going to be honest. So should we, that's, should we that's get interesting. Him on the podcast? <laughs> um, you know, he broke his ankle, and so he was sitting at home, probably having some beverages, and it's possible he just lost track of what was happening. So um, that's the end of the of the uh, of the Roman draft. Yeah. So you know, I I personally felt good about that one, um, but uh, we we shall see as the as the year goes on. I just I really hope Justice Hill takes off. Because Marquise Brown what I did what I thought he would do. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Dave, what do you think? Should we wrap it up? I, I say we wrap it up. It's been a long one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We've done it in segments, so it could be it could be not as long as the last one, but we're we'll find out when we put it together. Yeah. So let's get together next week. We'll talk week two. We'll see if we can turn around some of these rough starts. We'll see if um We'll see if the NFL can level out a little bit because I feel like it was a strange start mm-hmm. and I want players <laughs> who I don't have any interest in drafting, who I consider to be terrible, right. to be terrible on the field. I don't like when they make my players look bad. And I, wanna... I want John Ross to be bad yeah. because that's the world I'm comfortable yeah, with. Yeah, and I want to see the cream rising to the top. I right. want to see Evans... Be a wide receiver one. Oh, please. Let's have that happen. Please. Yeah. The, That's what I want. The Buccaneers need to need to show it. The Browns need to show it. It's it was a rough first week for a lot of people. So yeah. um, we'll see how it goes. So for Trips Right with Ralph and Dave, I'm Ralph. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll see you next week. Hey, great job, buddy. Good job, buddy.